welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Moralia Python Radio. Tonight, we're at episode 316. We're a couple of weeks away from six years. Is this why Rob Stone is listening? Is this why you brought him here? (laughs) (laughs) He was very curious on what you were going to freak out about tonight. We already found that out. (laughs) (laughs) We did that in a pre-show. I'm still not right. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Everybody has to know. So Owen posted up this Slightly panicking. About, I regret everything. So He posted up this post that he has a baby registry now, and its gift is on the way. And, and everybody no, 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 wait. More context. Amazon has a glitch, and I'm pretty sure everybody knows about it by this point, is that they keep sending random people that your gift has been purchased off your baby registry. Like, I got it. Several of my friends have gotten it, so we're all making kind of jokes. So I threw it up on my Facebook saying, "Ah, oh, well, here you go. My mother will be pleasantly surprised. You morons thought it was real. So, you know. <laughs> Wait. Jesus. So I put, I put, does that mean you're a proven breeder now? And then oh, we're getting some good ones. I mean, Richard, come on. <laughs> Richard Simmons knocked it up a notch. He's like, you've unlocked the secret of parthenogenesis. Parthenogenesis. I like that. You know. Oh, so you said nothing's happening, and then Keith my, McPeak says, huh, just bowling, like Bowling Eye. <laughs> my, my heart. You know, when, when Matthew Morris and Keith McPeak show up in here like, awesome, congrats, uh, my, my, I think I'm having a heart attack. So, you know, it's very much the, you know, I forget which guest it was, but they congratulated me on having a child. And I'm like, a human baby? Like, my voice went up several octaves. So... <laughs> It's very much along on that plane. So, yeah, that's uh, what I've been freaking out about uh, before the show started. So That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so tonight it's just uh, Owen and I. We haven't uh, had one of these episodes in a while. And uh, Owen was uh, wanted to rant about something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say rant. You, you said bring your – you said have your topics. And I'm like, well, I've been – I've relisted a bunch of my animals, so I should have plenty. Because, oh, okay. you know, selling snakes yeah. online and have wonderful stories and all kinds of craziness. But, uh, you know, always. this, that, and the other thing. Then we're getting ready for Tinley. I mean, you don't realize that it's like, what, three weeks? Not even away? Yeah. So, three weeks I'm away. To, starting to figure that out. You know, I got to start getting I, – I got to feed everybody now. And then, of course – I've started figuring out what my pairings are going to be for this year. And it's like trying to figure out which animals are now large enough, big enough to breed. And it's like, Oh shit, that opens up a whole bunch of new pairs and that all that stuff has to go into effect. So, and I liked how, what you do is kind of like, it's like almost like a card of what each pair is. It's got damn sire. And then you can put all your comments and all this other stuff. And I kind of wanted to copy that for, my website so i went into uh powerpoint and Mm -hmm. if you make each if you make a slide individually you can uh save it as a picture and then it becomes like this jpeg thing so it's kind of like one big thing so uh that's what i'm working on but it's a lot of 
you know, figuring out this and putting pictures here. And I realized I don't really have that many pictures of a lot of my adult breeders. So now I got to go get the camera and either stick them in a bucket or take them outside. So it's one of those things. Now you see why I started that in June. (laughs) Huh. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't have any of that <laughs> together either, so yeah. that's why it started right, well, so early. So all those times I was making fun of you for starting it in June, you were mm-hmm. waiting for this moment now where I have been uh, waiting patiently. Yeah. <laughs> this moment now where I'm like, well, crap, I should have started this a while ago, and here old, we are. Old old age has uh, made me a very patient man. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> And being around with me, I mean, obviously, you just go, uh-huh, waiting. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, soon. Yep, I will just sit back and wait. Uh, we do this yeah, on the day of my baby registry. I don't understand why we're, I mean, come on. Dude, this, yeah, right? This, uh, <laughs> this season, I don't know, maybe because I didn't breed this year, but it just seems like this was like the fastest season ever. Yeah, 2017 just was like boom, gone, and now we're about to hit 2018. To be honest, Breaking the season. season the season goes a lot faster. I don't know which makes it go faster: getting all your clutches early or getting some later. Because it's like if all the babies are here, you got so much work to do. You're not even paying attention. The season just flies. But then also, if you have spring breeders, it's like the season technically never freaking stops. So it's like right when you think about you get all your other babies established, oh my God, brettles are hatching. So now it's, that takes you through. So it's like, if you have a season that has a lot going on, it will fly. If you have like one clutch and three of them are like horrible feeders, it it will just drag in my opinion, but that's just me. And I mean, I even took the summer off from shows and that normally helps speed it up too. Yeah, I was reading um I was reading up on uh, Sabu pythons and um basically I was reading um this article that Ryan Young put together and they're the females like ovulating in July and mm-hmm. when she laying eggs, I guess uh what is it? The first week of September? Yeah, I've heard that. Which yeah. means that, you know, you're going to be cooling down to like the next month. Yeah. You just have, you know, like. Wow. The eggs in the incubator. So it's like, it's, it's Never something I've, I mean, it's something I've thought about where it's like, uh, possibly do you cool down the white lips at a different time or do you chuck them together, you know, to keep them in longer? It's one of those things that kind of. Uh, you think about, especially because certain animals have already proven that they'll breed differently than, it almost is like it depends on the animal, it depends on the uh, the place where, they're, where you're trying to breed them, like the state or the, you know, the collection. It's like everybody's stuff does anything, everything different. It's weird, but uh, sometimes you got to try some new things. So that's definitely come to my mind a few times. Yeah, it was, um, you know, also, just real quick, we're talking about Sabu Python. So how that yeah. came about is like uh, <laughs> I contacted Lon because I knew that he produced some, and I was asking yeah. him if he had any available. Apparently, Owen bought the pair, so I don't get an email. <laughs> hey, 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 This is like what, the first time 
that ever. I've ever like <clears throat> snagged something from you. And yeah. if I recall, before we even met, you had taken like eight pythons from me. So you know, paybacks are a bitch. Is, is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, that, that, <laughs> yeah. In, or I am now, so there we go. So, but I, so. I, I, yeah. See, I'll teach you to be patient. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it only took six years. <laughs> uh, but I was reading about that island. Then it's it's the island where they're from is like super small. It's uh, I'm trying to think where I had uh, had it written down. It was like six miles wide by ten miles long. Yeah, I heard it's not big at all. Well, they're not big pythons. No, they're like, they're the fourth small species. Do you remember my first um, pair of civus that I got? Like I got them as adults. I think so. And they were they were massive. I mean, they were monstrous. They were like three feet long, three four feet long each. I mean, and they were like eating medium rats or something like that. They were never gonna ever breed, and I got them that way. I didn't break them, but it's like I would. I would love a pair to raise up because you just, you just kind of keep them slim and low and that's where you want them to be because they are not huge animals. I mean, Lon says he gets like what? 10 eggs a clutch. And that's, yeah, big, if that. I think. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and anyway, that's fine. I would love that. If you get 10 eggs, uh, 10 eggs from a random breeding, like, you know, a, a non Morelia species like that, I would love that. Cause then it's like, I got my 10 little babies of Savus that I get to play with. While I have over here are all the carpets doing their things. So, yeah. Such an underrated species of python. They hatch oh, out gorgeous. pretty much orange, right? Aren't they all orange? All orange. All orange. Yeah. Yep. They grow with white eyes. Yep. Um, well, they, they, when, they get it, when they become adults, their eyes turn white. Because I think even their eyes are like kind of like an off orange. As they right. grow, it's like the black comes in. It's almost like it starts as like one scale, like two scales. Then they'll shed right. and they'll be like eight scales. And it's almost like as they grow, they kind of change. It's really cool to watch it, which is one of my things that, that it, it, it's, I think I told, was talking to you before the show, is that it's kind of like a chondro thing where you don't know where the black scales will stop, where sometimes they just get almost completely covered in black scales. But then other times they kind of have a, a few things uh, that, you know, they have more orange than they do black. And those are the kind of cool ones, which is why I've always knocked the silver civus because I'm like, why are you buying a silver civu when it's going to grow all these black scales and just become looking like, just look like a normal black civu. But apparently yeah. they're breeding a lot of them to kind of try to find a way to, they're trying to breed the ones to keep a lot of the silver color. Um, so those would be nice. So I'm trying to convince you to buy a silver civu so I don't have to. So. Yeah, I was just trying to look it up to see if I could find some photos of. Uh, oh, don't worry, I'll get you some. I'll just I'll paper wall your entire Facebook thing tomorrow. Don't you worry. Option so. silver savu. Yeah, I mean that's. If I like it's, it if it's broken up, but like yeah, or like this one, it's like a reverse Maclots python. Um, exactly, it's a hit or miss to be honest with you, and it's like I would rather if I was going to invest in something like a silver, I want to see mom and dad. And if mom is like an all black savu, I'm passing because I want as much of a reassurance that I'm going to actually see that silver color, you know? Right. You know, well, I, they're only I want 750 to see it. bucks, you know? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
Seven seventy-five. Ben Siegel has them on auction, man. Auction. Yeah. See. <laughs> see. Yeah. I'm gonna um, get you. Like, you know, we're gonna come back from Tinley with like all I acid stuff because I'm gonna get the Mac from Dennis. I'm gonna have the Savus. You know, you're gonna have uh, your Savus. We'll we'll trick Matt into buying like a water python or something. So we'll all come <laughs> home with something like acid. Buddy, yeah. uh, buddy, we gotta figure out something for Buddy. Buddy will find yeah. a Dunn's Python underneath the table, and he'll buy yeah. that because it's weird. So, right. and actually, you know, Buddy Bashemi bred Macross Pythons, like yeah. back in the day. Yeah, way back in the day. Way back in the day. Um, yeah. Yeah, it would. Uh, it would be cool to pick his brain about that. But you know, I think back then they just put them together, right? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I've asked, and that's the answer I got. It was I don't know. I put them together, and they had babies. Yeah. I'm like, buddy, you're killing me. I'm like, you, the person who's like so meticulous about your green tree pythons, the other ones, eh, you just chuck them together. God, never mind. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, more people um, need to get into liasses. They're cool. Uh, yeah, they definitely are. Um, yeah, go ahead, Rob. You had a comment. <laughs> Rob, well, no, I mean, <laughs> what the hell is Rob doing here? <laughs> well, I, you know, he was asking me, and I said, well, only if Owen wants. So, you know, I can cut out, man. It, Wait, it, I wasn't even asked. Don't worry about that. <laughs> All right, you know, but uh, no, you were talking about Penn Siegel having the silver sabus on the auction, and I was just curious if you thought any grab bags might have some. Oh, I think so. Hey, blind box grab bags, that sort of I, thing, you know? Well, I, I think I think uh, a lot of people I've seen have been uh, – he's had the Silver Savus up on his uh, auction stuff for a couple months now, and I've seen a few people who uh, I know have Lyasis scoop at least one or two of them up. He was doing a lot of the you can win the female with auction, and you can then buy the male, buy the male. for yeah. like an 800 bucks thing, which – is smart because I, is it a codom gene or is it is or is it recessive? I think it's recessive. I believe so too. So it'd be like getting the female of a recessive gene. It kind of counterproductive here. It's like okay, hooray! So um, well, yeah. I mean, it's a long-term thing. Exactly. We had talked about it before. You and I, I think that one of the old vivariums from you know, so certainly it puts it in the '90s, but maybe mid to early '90s. One of those classifieds, like you have Balin's thing, has yeah, the silver savus. So it popped up in like '93 or '94, and there's an ad for it. But I think the producer now of 90, 100 percent of them is Mark Bell. You know, Bell Industries, so, or Reptile Industries. Yeah. So I think that's who's making all these, and I assume that's where Ben's getting those from. I believe so too, and um, I have to, I have to double check because if you can find out which vivarium it's in, I have them all. So. Um, and so do I, buddy bear? I mean, uh, Nick has every reptile magazine ever, but ever created. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> you and I both have all the vivarium. Well, I love it because he got so excited over that Cover Girl um, reptiles magazine. I'm like, I wonder if I have that. Oh shit, I do. So you know, it's like they're there. I, I barely look at them, but yeah, I have them. So. Well, that was just funny because he kept asking me, and I was like. I looked through and I had a double of it and I was like, here you go, man. And here's 15 others that I have doubles of too. <laughs> Half of which you probably don't want, but now they're your problem. <laughs> but now they're your problem. Now they're out of my books. Yeah. It's the tiny things that make him happy. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> so true. 
<laughs> so, so true. <laughs> it only takes a little bit. Yeah. Speaking of taking a little bit, today I got an awesome box in the mail. I love uh, Box Tuesdays. Um, hey, uh, we're starting this again where you're starting to get boxes on Tuesdays that make me pissed off? Well, you know how, like, you buy snakes and then, like, you know, shipping doesn't work out for, like, a long time, you yeah. know, and you kind of, like, forget about it. Then all of a yeah. sudden you get a you get a box in the mail. And um, so everybody knows my obsession with IJs is for sure. Um I picked up from Dave Kelly an animal that I have been eyeing up since 2007, I think. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was it's it's a F207 female. Um, she was originally bred from a pair of F1s uh, from James Breen, and then um, he bought them from uh, Mark Twig, uh, who had farm hatched uh, IJs. Anyway, this animal. Is like super banded perfection as far as you know a banded IJ goes, and like I don't know about you guys, but has there ever ever been an animal that you've always admired, and then you have it in your collection, and you're like, holy shit, I can't believe I have this animal in my collection, you know, like that kind of deal. Yes. Um. So yeah, I picked that one up, and along with that one, she produced. A- <laughs> She's a one egg miracle. <laughs> oh, again with those. Yeah, so apparently uh she had she had some slugs and uh and one hatched. Um so I got the baby uh and that came from the K2 Eddie pairing that uh Luke Snell did. And I know you're oh, not nice. understanding any of this. Oh, I'm but... nodding. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, I'm 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 slipping into my uh huh, awesome, cool. It's like, what do you want from me? So it's that's yeah. what I'm here for. Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> I'll just let me know when you're done. So. Even another cool one, which um, this goes back to the MP days. Um, this is another animal that was produced by Luke Snell, and it's a Patch and Kafka animal. Kafka, sorry. Um, Kafka was a, uh, heck granite that he got from, um, I want to say he got that from Bard. Um, and, uh, uh, Patch was, uh, a Kafka, um, mailer animal. And I don't know if you guys remember, I'm going to share it over on the, uh, on the chat, but mailer was this like incredible looking, very, I, I don't know. It's very cool looking IJ for sure. Um, where the hell's the chat? I, there, good Lord. Must have got a lot of messages today. It's uh, way we're down. Doomed. Uh, the whole show's yeah. kiboshed. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, so this is the lineage for what I'm talking about. But you can see uh, Mailer down there in a the corner. Like it's almost like his towards the end. It's kind of like his pattern just kind of disappears. Really. Uh, Really cool animal, but um, and then obviously uh, I think I shared it earlier. The actual picture of um, the one I got today—that's just killer. So hold on. Okay, Owen, you can talk now. <laughs> I'm dar- oh, okay. I'm just I'm waiting. You don't know it's IJ bullshit. Come on. <laughs> 
I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying to look stuff up. I, I don't can't. know if Rob's I here or not. Still, God. Uh, hey man, I'm just letting you float, man. You do you. you no, know, don't even. <laughs> don't even. This, this whole episode's against me already. Um, uh, so. <laughs> I'm just curious um, what Jim had to say when he found out you were a proven breeder. He's not here, and we're not doing this. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> God, uh, here we Don't, go. You've only said his name once. You can't say it anymore. Otherwise, he gets an idea. If he's listening, he <laughs> turns up. Stop. Yeah, he does. Do not do not invoke that, please. I can only take so much. Um, right. So there's right. the. Uh... So I'm looking at your IJ. I really like Kafka, which is like kind of get the nice rust color when it comes with an IJ. If, if anything, if I like anything about IJs, it's the orange. Um, yes. And then the female looks kind of weird because she's got very thin pattern. So yeah, that's, that, Mail- that's Mailer. Yeah, so Mailer and Kafka made Patch, and Patch would bred back to Kafka. And yeah. that's what produced the thing you have right there. Yeah. And then you have now this animal, which is... Yeah, I also have the lineage on that one, but... Uh... So, no, I like it. It's cool. It's definitely a different color or a different kind of it's a different IJ. You know, it's not the ones you see every day. It's not the same thing. It doesn't have a dark head like you normally get. It's kind of just like it's got that light cream color from the tip of the nose to the tip of the tail with the with the rust coming in there on the side. So it's a cool yeah. animal. I know you're like all about it and I'm like, it's nice. So you know that's uh, you're I, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's that <laughs> Is that? I mean, it's, it's a yeah. snake. I mean, I don't know what you want here. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. That's it's just cool when you get that kind of stuff. So, I, I it was a good snake day for me, you know. Yeah. So. Well, no, it's good and stuff. it's always like you said, but going back to those animals that you, you know, dream about having in your collection, and I've not really ever. I haven't really ever gone out and purchased like a adult animal with like a history or something behind it. You know, I've never actually dragged in somebody's, you know, animal that has a name and, you know, a history to it. Uh, I've just gotten certain animals that I'm like, Oh, this thing's here now. And that's awesome. So, right. you know, and it, it kind of goes back to the species of like the max, the white lips, the olives, the roughies, you know, getting those there like right now i'm like the rhino rat snakes are so cool so you know that's the thing is you get that and you're like it's part of the collection it's here now so um that i like i I, you've gotten more of the some of your animals that arrive with you do have like uh breeding success before they get to you so yeah i'm not a fan of buying adult animals except if there's you know there's certain exceptions to that rule only because you know it's a -a one-of-a-kind animal um that would be the only exception but typically i like to start with babies and grazing out i think that's the best way to go um with pythons i don't know how it applies to colubrids maybe you guys could comment more on that but um um i've never I, I I think I haven't raised up a baby corn snake since I was in college. I think all the corn snakes I have, I buy as adults, you know, and then just breed them. And they don't seem to have a problem. 
Sometimes mm. I buy them mid-season after they've already laid a clutch, and then they end up laying their second clutch with me. And it's, I haven't paired them up with anybody. So that's mm. just corn snakes. You know, uh, king snakes, I bought a pair mid-season this year. And mm-hmm. they lay, and the female laid a clutch after I put them together for about a month. So I don't see any problems, but those are corn snakes and king snakes. I haven't tried with like my beauties or, uh, you know, I haven't seen what some rat snakes would mo- do if you moved them. I don't think there would be a problem, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they're like, nope, not doing it this year now. So <laughs> if, if something's different, nope. So, you know, that's, that's just how you got to do it. You got to play it. I can't remember who was talking about this, but I just listened to it the other day. Maybe mm-hmm. it was our podcast. I don't know, but they were talking about people don't realize. <laughs> yeah, people don't realize how stressful it is for adult pythons to that was be relocated. For, for yeah, Forrest was talking yeah. about it with females. Yeah, that, that was us. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew it was from somewhere. I couldn't remember where. But, uh, yeah, that would be my uh, – I, I have that same feeling. Um, it's been my experience. But you know. And, and you know what? Him saying that has got me a little – because I have a few animals in uh, tubs. Like I have them in bins and racks that when everybody kind of – condenses for breeding season i'm going to have a bunch of cages open and i was going to move some of the larger females that i have in the rack system into a cage for breeding season Uh uh-huh but now i'm like do i really want to do that because am i taking them out of their established set territory home thing and throwing them in something that's totally different hmm i don't know that's uh a good question it is but um, i don't know yeah <clears throat> i um i don't know I, I i've had a couple of times where i've gotten adults females and mm-hmm. i've gotten them right before the breeding season and i kind of tried to breed them and actually they got an ri and died yeah i did so. too i got that you remember last october last tinley park um i grabbed that tiger from jason yeah. And and then I grabbed that zebra for Amanda. So we get back home, Amanda takes her zebra, it breeds no problem, everything's fine. I take the tiger and the tiger gets an RI and has to get pulled. And like I, I had to pull her right when she got so swollen up I actually thought she was grabbing. But she wasn't because everything slimmed down and went away and there were no eggs. But it's like she she got sick and the other one didn't. So it kind of almost compares from animal to animal too. So right. Yeah. So I have a question. Go for it. You guys, but you know, Tinley park right around the corner. Um, Mm -hmm. if you're there, what would be the one animal that you would be tempted to buy? Um, if you saw it on somebody's table, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll let Rob go first. Oh, Eric, go first. Yeah. Ring Python. Ah, damn it. (laughs) I didn't think (laughs) about that. (laughs) Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. You know, I feel pretty set with what I have, but as you and I have talked about, you know, that can backwards. You know, you're never um, set, man. No, that's not. That, that, you never set. You know, I I think the answer is it'd be something that I'm not even thinking about because I'll see it and just say, wow, this is my shot to get it. You know, I haven't seen that in a decade. You know, this is clearly my shot, and I got to do it. Yeah. 
So I'm going to back up for a second real quick. Remember, Rob, when we were walking around last Tinley Park and we saw that Timor yeah. python? Yeah. Don't don't mention them. Don't don't talk about them. Rob Rob and I right. have had conversations about these things. If I would have seen that, I would have grabbed that too. Yeah, uh, that was a good call. You know, I, I, it was just one of those where I honestly that other one that they had with it that I think was a male to make it a pair. I just wasn't hot to trot on that one because it had you know being related to retics. It clearly had the same face rub thing where they get that little mm-hmm. peak between their nostrils. The, uh-huh. the nares, you know, and I was like, I just don't really want to deal with that, you know. Not that it's a big deal. It can result either, you know, can leave a mark. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But I was just not hot to trot on that, and I certainly wasn't going to then put it on your table and say, hey, somebody buy this one and see how much of it I could cover or whatever. I wasn't going right. to do that, and that's why I held off. But, hey, maybe, you know, if only I thought Owen was solid on buying it, then I would have been good to go, you know, to pick that one up, got it for half the price, you know. And I, needed, I, needed a, I needed a boy, not a girl, so I would not have been. So. Well, the one I wanted was the female. You know, that oh. nice one was that female. Yeah. The other one was that male. Now, I yeah. But be. as I say, had, I just, you know. You had a pair of rhinos last year that I had to stare at all year, and I avoided them. So, you know, maybe I wasn't a, a done deal. So. Well, that's why I didn't trust you to do it. That's why I didn't that's trust true. you to come yeah. through, so I didn't pull true. the trigger. Yeah. I'm sorry you couldn't get your Timor Python, and you had to settle for a pair of Timor Pythons that are way better. So, you know. Yeah. Wait. Suppose. Yeah. Zero before sympathy. You, before you go, Owen, I have another thing to add to the list. All if right. I see, that could tempt me into uh, – into. I'm going to pull it up real quick because I can't remember exactly what um, – there's a guy uh, – actually, um, Rob turned me on to this website, Harden Herptologica. Herptologica, yeah. Yeah. Harden Herptologica. Dude, you're not – well, I mean, you're doing me a solid here because, you know, we talked about this where if someone else buys it, then I don't have to. So exactly. I, I guess go ahead. I'm, I'm half want to pull you back and half want to say, no, run the reins, man. Let it happen. Let him go because you know what? I do it all the time because the thing is if he knows that you like it, if Eric ever gets it into his head that he should get rid of it, you're the first person he calls. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I like, gave him one, he's got to pick up. There's one particular one that he's got to do. Br- you bring him over. You, at Tinley, you, you, you guide him over there. We'll talk, Rob. We'll tell. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how I usually. You just show know, me the ways. Yeah, I'll play the Hobbit. I'll show you how to play the Hobbit card. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this is um, uh, this is Sumatran pythons, but they uh, are. Well, now I'm out again. There I go. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> the chrome heads, but I can't remember which pair you were particularly like. I see. I like the pumpkin head ones. The uh, the orange-headed ones, but I know, Rob, I think you were the Miss Piggy, right, and Brandon's favorite? Yeah, there's there's one female in that Miss Piggy, Brandon's favorite thing that, uh, man, that's something else, and, you know, as I say, I'm half half saying, don't say anything, I want to see if it makes it out there, and half saying, run a wild, man, just like the Nick thing, although then people failed me on that, and they bought the, the mail that I was like, yeah, that's okay, but this female is the thing that makes the deal, and, man, he's still got that darn thing posted, and I'm going, uh People are yeah. people are ruining for me. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, um, I guess it's. But yeah, man, that now. is a table that we're gonna have to we're gonna go buy on Friday, no doubt. 
you know. And hey, man, oh, yeah. I just checked it out today, and it's still available as of now. So oh no, we'll see, we'll see. I better sell some snakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You better hope. You better you hope. You guys didn't even get to say it. your one thing, and I'm already saying three. Isn't it horrible? <laughs> Uh, well, I oh, my goodness. Here's the thing. I knew Tinley was going to be bad because uh, I've been watching this one guy. I think it's um, uh, – oh, God, it begins with a Z, and I keep blanking on it every time we go up here. But he does Asian rat snakes. He's got tons of, like, blue beauties, calico, Zirkle. Yeah, thank Rob you. Zirkle. Yes. Rob uh, and his wife, yeah. Gorgeous animals. And I've been just, like, stalking his website and stuff like that, seeing all the pairs that he's been hatching. And the Chinese beauties and the calicos and all that stuff, I'm like, oh, God, that's so tempting. So, um, Hey, man, I got you one from that table last year. And then, I know. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. But um, there, so that's been something because I, I absolutely love my beauties. But then it's like, eh. So if there was going to be this at the show, which you already mentioned ring pythons, which is something I've been dying to get back into. And I hope to God you find them and buy them because then I don't have to. So, um, but it, it kind of goes with if Timor pythons were there, I, I'd have a problem. Like it would be a struggle if there were anything is they wouldn't just, not just any Timor pythons. Cause you know, I've had this conversation with Rob and I'm starting to get really picky. I want like the youngest Timors you can find. Like I want babies. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. man, I was just telling him today that I had moved those out of quarantine and they, uh, you know, so I moved them to a whole new setup, whole new tub, pulled them out. No no problems whatsoever, totally chill, came right out onto my hand, set them in there. Five minutes later, gave them a frozen thawed hopper, and uh, they took it right off the tongs, man. No problem at all. See, that's uh, um, uh, I, if there are Timors there, because like uh, there's a, I have a list of things that I need, and uh, Timors are on there, and so are Savus, and I forgot that I got a pair of Savus. So there's like, oh, those are gone now. So it's like, okay, next thing on the list. So uh, Timors definitely on there. So that would probably be the only thing, I think. But oh. it's like it's a reptile show. There's always going to be the, well, that would be the awesome thing. But then there's going to be something I see that just piques my interest because it's right there. So so I got a question. So we're talking about, um, you know, uh, ring pythons and stuff, oh. right? Yeah. I'm curious. So when these guys are set up, First of all, have both of you guys had ring pythons? I had, I've had ring pythons, yeah. You too, Rob, or no? No, I haven't. I've had lots of the white lip stuff, but no rings. Okay, what, so basically rings, white lips rings are, are just, yeah. Well, rings are pretty much just white lips with different paint jobs, but they act a little bit different. They like, uh, they like it a little bit on the cooler side, I've heard, and I've tried and had success. Um, they also... Um, I also gave mine a lot of like, you know, mulch or moss or something like that to curl up in. Cause it kind of seemed to like that too. So, yeah. And I know you got to kind of have to make sure that those guys don't run out of, uh, out of water at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. They can't be kind dehydrated. Of a big thing, especially for all those guys, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, white lips too, are kind of the same really in reality, I think, I was listening back. I know this goes off on a tangent, but I was listening back to uh, Nick Mutton's show that he did on um, like the history of the uh, pythons and such. Yeah. And um, in the episode, pretty much he was saying that, um, you know, 
ring pythons and white lips should be in the same fat. So basically white lips should be put taken out of Leo Python and put into Bothrochilus. Bothrochilus. Yeah. With the, that's yeah. what, that's the same thing that, you know, I adhere to that as well. I mean, I think it's pretty good and I like that theory and I like the way that, um, I like, I think I've re- I read that paper a while ago or somewhere or somebody wrote something on it, but, uh, I like that idea and I think it fits. So that's the way I do it. If you go on my website, um, they're all Bothrochilus instead of uh, Leo Python, which I know I'm technically still wrong. So uh-huh. uh, I don't think they've officially made that switch over yet. So, no. Yeah. no, they didn't. Yeah, I don't care. But, uh... <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't give a damn. So, yeah. Um, but I was, I'm curious, uh, maybe, I, well, I think you've had white lips, you said, Rob, but um I'm curious is like, do you guys, would you set it up with a, uh, like a moist hide type of thing for humidity for those guys? Or like, I don't know. What would you, what would you think? Uh, the way I've done it in the past is I did it two ways. I kept, uh-huh. uh, I had a, I had a really tiny like hatchling from Chad Gray, um, that I, un- that unfortunately I ended up losing, but I kept her on paper with this big kind of like uh, hide that had uh, moss in it, which is actually what I'm kind of doing with the rhinos at the moment. So it's, and it seems oh, well, it's not that bad. So this way they kind of go on the paper and then they can also go in the humidity hide. So it's kind of like they go in there every once in a while and then uh, it, it, they kind of pick and choose. And uh, I liked it. Um, and like, I, but I said, I did lose that one. Uh, the other pair I had were a little bit older, but I kept them on uh, cypress mulch and just gave them a normal hide that you would normally have. And they did well. So there's probably different ways to skin the cat. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's the one thing that uh, I hear with those guys in particular that uh, makes them a little bit, uh, not necessarily harder, but just different, I guess. Right? That's, yeah, a little bit. Right. Yeah. Opinion. I was only busting on Owen there in the context of the rhinos. I agree relative to, you know, the young ring stuff. I think that's true. Certainly in terms of the white lip stuff, it's true. And it makes a lot of sense. I guess I just don't like, I don't know, it feels like baby in the stuff. I had sent a call list that, you know, the guy sent me and he's like, oh, you got to do all this stuff. And I was just like, you know what, man, here, I'll send it back. Like, it's just, cool. you know, it's just a pain. Well, and here's the other thing is, let me put it this way. I had, uh, up until I think a couple months ago, I had five gold face white lips. And my adults I kept on cypress mulch with big water bowls and a huge hide box. And then my younger ones I kept like carpet pythons on newspaper with like water bowls and a hide box. And everyone is fine. Everybody did fine. Everybody ate. Everybody grew. Everybody, I, I, yeah. So, again, you can baby them. You don't have to. I would totally not put it past somebody being able to keep a ring python healthy, like on newspaper with a bigger water bowl. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just haven't tried. Yeah, and I mean, you guys have more relative humidity in PA than we do here. So, I mean, I I think you there, especially you're probably all right, especially if you just you know change out that water bowl, keep it fresh, make sure. As Owen says, if it's large enough for them to soak in sometimes, that's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I just know, you know, 
Eric, you had sent me that video talking about rhinos with somebody, and they, I know half the time they spent fussing about the skin conditions and all this stuff, and it's like, man, that's that's problems of 15 years ago when people, you know, they have a conception in their mind that differs from reality, and it's just like that's self-imposed problems. You know, mm. that's the uh, equivalent of that's rhino keeper syndrome, right? Like diamond python keeper syndrome. You know, that's the <laughs> thing where it's just like. It's the same deal, man. That's rhino keeper syndrome. <laughs> uh, so how's the cohab going of the the rhinos? No, nah, they're cool, man. Just make sure you go in with two food items, not one, or you you're gonna wind up having some issues, you know. But they, uh, no, man, they're looking good, and I'm kind of curious whether it'll throw them off because that I had one female that developed follicles, but as I told you, they get real big before they ovulate, and I thought she might go, but. I think she had reabsorbed them, but looks like she's maybe thinking about giving it another go. So that'll throw her throw off her timing. And, you know, I just don't want to get into a, I don't think it'll take the dramatic turn of the poison ivy thing, but, you know, out of season cycling is not really what I'm looking for. I just wanted to put them together and get them acclimatized to go for next year. So we'll see. But uh, no, other than that, man, just as I say, two items for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. How's the rhinos going for you, Owen? Fine. They're doing great. They're all, all three of them are growing. Um, they're pretty shy, but they also don't like freak out. So I've been able to handle them. But when it comes to food, if I open up the bin and like put it on a tongs, they don't want anything to do with it. I just Uh lay it down and you have to lay it down, close the bin up, walk away. Uh, they do like to sit in their water. Um, and then they like to kind of just cruise around. Um, they're, they're cool. They're awesome. They're really nice and chill. And they're, they're, they're starting to change over the, uh, uh, there's a little bit more green on them, especially around their heads. So that's starting to happen. They are getting pretty big. They're on, um, they're getting on their hoppers. They're on hoppers now. Um, and, uh, it's kind of like one of those where I put in an order for hoppers and I guess this batch of hoppers is a little bit bigger than the last batch. So they're definitely, but they're still eating them. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. No, nothing's dead. God damn it! I'm doing well. So. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's no cr- crazy colubrids that you would want to check out when you get out to uh, Tinley. Uh, aside from the Asian rat snakes, nah, dude, I'm done buying stuff. You know, it's one of those things where I have to settle up with a few things, and I have to get. I, I need more snakes to go away then I need to come in right now. And it's one of those, I'm staring down what will be coming or what the potential of coming is with breeding season. And I'm also realizing how many cages are still full. And I haven't gotten any of, uh, I haven't gotten a lot of the cage stuff that I wanted to get done this summer done with redoing the room. uh, Because the one, uh, my friend who's going to help me do all this stuff has been hurt and, you know, uh, I suck at this crap, so I keep doing stuff and then having to redo it. So it's we're we're getting there, but to be getting a ton of snakes, uh, I, I'd just be shooting myself in the foot. So there has to be like that. It has to be the one thing that it has to be like the perfect uh, pair that I want. It has to be like the perfect age. It has to be the perfect price, and then I'll be hideously tempted, and I still might pass on it. But um, you know, what would really tempt me would be baby Timors. So baby Timors. Okay. Yeah. So then you, so then you would have a, a trio of them is what you'd yes. be looking for. 
Okay. Yeah, I'd have the older female, and then I'd have a pair of babies. So. Okay. Which is what I want. So. Trio. Well, I mean, maybe we just need to talk to Jim and see if he can cut that next check of yours to me, and then maybe we can figure something out. <laughs> Wait a minute, Rob. It worries me that Rob has my work phone number and could actually do this. So, you know, there's no, no, we're no, we've got to pay the mortgage. We need to stay in the house. Okay. <laughs> Rob, yeah, the only problem to... with that, right, is that Owen has an incentive, or uh, Jim has an incentive. He needs that place still there Monday. Damn Thursday. right. Well, so we get yeah, that for, for a bit longer. Yeah. So, you know, he isn't retired yet. So, yeah. You just send it my way, Rob, and I'll cut you any check you want. <laughs> I don't need a check. <laughs> oh, it's going to be like that, is it? All right. Okay. <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah. So um, I guess you guys have seen, I don't know, Owen, maybe you haven't seen. I'm assuming you did, but um, the uh, Green Tree Python book that's coming out from um, – Justin Julander and Terry Phillip. Um, no, I did not. You didn't. You didn't see it. No. Yeah. So apparently they uh, released a book on uh, Monday. So they have a Green Tree Python book um, that uh, is, uh, you know, co-authored with each other, and uh, it's. Uh, it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. I ordered my copy, and uh, it will be here before we leave for Tinley. So that should be cool. Um, but uh, if you haven't ordered a copy, um, you should uh, you should check it out. Um, it's all over the place. Go to Justin's or Terry's, Phillips, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Facebook, and you can see the link for it. And boom! Oh, you cool! Get hooked up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just did, pulled did it up. It's yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Those guys are hard at work, man. Hard at work. I got to give it to them, man. They're pumping out. Uh, Justin is. Uh, What's like, what, the on, third uh, book for Justin? I mean, third he... book. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's so, pretty cool. You know, I was talking to Rob earlier, and I was saying about how come they haven't made a complete retick book. I don't yeah, understand that. Like, You'd there's so many the more popularity. Stuff. Yeah, you like. Know. I don't know. Well, yeah, and the other, uh, well, hold on one sec. Go ahead. For the last point on Justin's book, is if someone's a Prime member, don't make the mistake that Eric did, uh, act smart like me, and go through Prime, and then you get the free shipping. Free two day. (laughs) I didn't do that. You didn't? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) You could have had it now, but. it, it's it's kind of like like what you're saying is that it's not like retics are a fringe species. It's like especially with the people like you know Bob Clark and uh, prehistoric pet and nerd who like dedicate large facilities to these species. It you're telling me that it wouldn't sell a a complete retic wouldn't sell. Is it just oh, because God. nobody wants to do the work? <laughs> so I don't know. So. Should Nick be. just write it just to be like, ha I mean, I don't know. What do you want here? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just found it weird that, uh, you know. Yeah, that, it, uh, that is done. odd. So. Yeah. 
I don't know whenever we're going to get the blood python book or the Indo yeah. uh, we'll python book. Well, would it yeah. be lumpy? Believe it when you that? see it at this point. Yeah. Would it be? Would it be what? Well, you remember when Nick said he was coming out with the complete carpet that they wanted to have like all the Australian pythons in it, and they had to like argue with them to just include like rough scales or something like that. But so you think that they're trying to lump retic in with that Indo book? I mean, or something like that? I don't know. So. No, the Indo book is from. Uh... Uh, the Barker. Or or another book, I mean. Oh yeah, well, all right. Never mind. Yeah, I don't I don't think they'll do a book like uh the complete book. They'll they do their own Yeah, it's a series, so they would they, they got their own stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. So hmm. Right. And the other cool thing about the book that uh Justin and Terry did is that it's self published through that Amazon self publishing site. So it's oh, not nice. actually eco. You know, so it's a little bit different. It'll be interesting to check out. I know, uh, yeah, mine's supposed to come on Thursday. I don't know about Eric's. As I said, just rattling oh, no. a little yeah. bit. But, uh, yeah. Nah. You know. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, it really, you know, that, that liberalizes the options. You already hit upon the fact that the publisher, despite being great, you know, they have – they want to make it as marketable as possible and those sorts of things. And so the choices they make would be different than, you know, in this case, Justin and Terry just – going on their own and saying, okay, this is what we want to put in there. We're not going to include any extra stuff. We're not going to put rough scales in with carpets. We're not going to do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, mm-hmm. you have more freedom. You don't have the same uh, marketability, but, heck, with the Facebook reach that Justin and Terry have across the pages and all those different things, it sure seems like they moved a lot of copies. I'm sure Amazon's going to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, will they – I don't know if they're going to have any yet. Uh, Tinley, I don't even know if Justin or Terry are going. No, I don't yeah, I don't know. So. I, I don't know if this is a print to order thing or if they maybe they made a hundred of them or five hundred. I don't them? know what the number is, but they yeah. made X number. As far as I know, those guys aren't coming. But Eric, you know, you have a better sense of that than me. I mean, here's the thing. I know Owen. You know, I, I texted yeah. this to Eric earlier in the week, but I was looking at the the page. You know, I saw your post in the Rogue Reptiles page post and saying, "Hey, check out the vendor list at Tinley." You know, and this proves that we're going. And as I said to Eric, you know, uh, well, I can see that you're going because Rogue Reptiles isn't on there. Yeah, well, it Rogue is on there. It's uh, unfortunately it's uh, not so fast, my friend. It says Morelia Python Radio, and then it has underneath the website for Morelia Python Radio is rogue because I put in the wrong thing. So yes, I'm uh, on there. Eric's not on there. So, I am not you know, going. If I don't want Eric, if I don't Eric's want Eric, not going. Yeah, if you he, and me are fucking together, Owen. Hey, let's <laughs> get off to a good start. If he pisses me off when we get there, I'll just pretend not to know him. Like he'll be outside. <laughs> like I, I don't who? know him. Well, I don't know who this guy that is. point actually? Yeah. Here's a little point. Since since Owen decided not to listen to the, the episode you and I did, Eric, with you know, uh, when we had Ralph on, I, I sent that picture to Terry, you know, the one that I had sent you when things got made up and all that, and he asked if that was Jim. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. That was his reaction. He said, Is that Jim? And I was like, No, no, that ain't Jim. Uh, wow. great. So we'll see how I'm feeling about the whole deal. I don't know. It'll, uh, be, yeah, it'll well, be something. Well, yeah, probably we'll not. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll be fine. I'm telling you, man. Maybe maybe you should go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to. Maybe it's wanna. for your own good. 
I don't yeah. half the time I don't want to listen to what you two are up to. I just want to just ignore. You guys can go off into the corner and giggle, and I'll deal with it when it comes. Okay, you know. The storms are coming, buddy bear. Why spoil your? Just it already came. It started mm. six years ago when I <laughs> made a terrible decision. Yeah. Oh, you've loved every minute of it. What Horrible you, decision, you, I say. <laughs> I got a, I got a story of the show house. How this? Uh, so uh, let me let me first by say this. Um, you know, we gave a little bit of a teaser last week um, before we brought Forrest on. Which, by the way, um, just as a uh, Forrest has surpassed the most downloaded episode in a week. Wow! So, so in one week, he surpassed everybody else. Uh, everybody else's episode. So uh, currently, he has uh, dethroned Ian and um, uh, the Condro Roundtable. And uh, Forrest is now the most, not the most downloaded show ever, just the most in one week. So Cool. So that's a pretty good show. But anyway, um, what I was going to say is last week at the beginning of the show, we had mentioned about, you know, putting together a herping trip. And yeah. um, I think that's uh, definitely something that would be very cool. So it turns out this weekend I was at a wedding and – uh, the, this one girl that, so it's somebody that works for me. Um, it was her wedding and one of her friends actually works at ShopRite too. And, uh, you know, she told me before that her husband's into snakes, but I kind of had this idea in my head. Yay. Probably has a corn snake and a ball Python and you know, blah, blah, mm. blah. And he felt the same thing about me. Like he felt <laughs> like, yeah, he probably has a ball Python and corn snake. Yeah. Whatever. You know? So we we get out there, uh, I get out of my car and we're sort of standing in the lot and we're saying hello to each other. And, you know, uh, she introduces me to, to this guy. His name is uh, Christopher Maroney. Maroney. Yeah. Christopher Maroney. So why does that sound familiar? Well, hold on a second there, big guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm sitting there and, and um, I was like, hey, man, how's it going? And he's like, hey, man, how's it going? You know, blah, blah, blah. And somehow he found out, I guess, that I had carpet python. So he's like, you know, he's like, oh, you're into carpet pythons. I said, yeah, it's pretty much one of my things, you know. I'm kind of kind of like my, pretty. It's <laughs> one of my involved, things, really. Yeah, <laughs> pretty involved in carpet python. Pretty at like, this point, yeah. I mean, his focus is okay. Corns, but yeah, you know. I, I, my real passion is OGT corn snakes, but I have right. to do the carpets, to, you know, it, to make the pay the pay the electric yeah, get, bill. You know? <laughs> so uh, he's like, oh, so then you must know Jason Balin, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know Jason, you know, and uh, he's like, um, there was somebody else. Oh, he, he's he's good friends. Well, that you know, he's saying that he's good friends with Jason and. Um, He's also good friends with Ted Thompson. So I was like, oh, oh shit. I said, so I said, oh man, you're throwing out Hamburg names to me. And he says, yeah. I <laughs> so I said, oh crap. This is I not going to be <laughs> Yeah, I told him, I was like, so you must know uh, the guy I do a podcast with, Owen. I said, you know, he's, he's like, yeah, does he kind of have a beard? Oh, and, you know, oh. I said, yeah, yeah, he so kind of has a beard. 
a goatee, beard, whatever, you know? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, okay. So all this time, I'm thinking that he knows you. <laughs> really? <laughs> he knows Matt. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, <laughs> oh fabulous. I'm, I'm flipping through pictures or whatever, and I'm like, oh. yeah, that's, that's Owen, and that's Rogue. He's like, well, Rogue Reptiles, I've heard of those, of that guy. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's that's Owen. I said, you're thinking of Matt from Philly Herp. And he's like, yeah, he does the short tails. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're right behind um, each other. You know, come on. Yeah. Well, so what you were not much. saying is that when he saw Owen, he said, oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that. No, he, did. he didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, well, like I, find, find someone who cares. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Ooh, no, he said he knew who Rogue Reptiles was. Uh, you know, right. he said, um, yeah, he knew him, Jason Bale. And I was like, okay, so then you must know Howard Redding. And he's like, no, I don't know Howard Redding. And what? I was like, wait a minute. How the hell can you be How a How you get around that? No, Jason, no, Matt, no, Owen, and not know Howard Redding. I mean, the, you can't miss this dude. Like, come on, but man. I mean, like, he, he gives balloons to people, and which yeah. uh, taken granted after after seeing like after, after hearing all the previews for the new it, uh, he really's got to stop doing that. Okay, so you know, <laughs> it's not good, dude. Note, so. note to self. Um, <laughs> but the the funny thing, I, I, this this guy doesn't look like the type of guy that if you handed him a balloon that that would go over yeah. too well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so imagine Nick, right? A yeah. little more jacked up and taller. And that's what this Why guy's like. This guy, I swear to God, I know this guy. I just, or have had a conversation or two with him, but Jesus. Yeah, you no. probably do. So anyway, I was. I'm just terrible with names and faces. Like I, it took me eight times to realize who the hell Rob was. I just thought Eric kept walking in and out of a room really fast. So. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he. Uh, so we're sitting there and we're talking and and uh, the funny thing is is that you know it's like what weddings are like four or five hours. Literally, we talk snakes the entire <laughs> time. The only time we stopped talking snakes and even then we were kind of whispering was when they did the toast and the speech and all that shit. <laughs> that was the only time. But we were like. It's like when, when he was talking about it, it was like mid-conversation, and then we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to hear from the best man. And he's like, kind of like, oh, shit. He left me on like a cliffhanger, you know, like whatever yeah. he was talking about. I'm like, come on, dude, you can't leave me hanging. So <laughs> keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, he does a lot of field herping. Field herping is his thing. So, you mm-hmm. know, I, we started talking, and I was telling him about how, you know, I wanted to get the, a trip together. And uh, I told him I really wanted to see some uh, timber rattlesnakes. Like, that's, you know, my thing. And he's like, dude, I can take you uh, out. It's almost like, I guess, by Reptiland, like up in that area. But he knows, like, where to go and to see this stuff. He's like, I'll show you Eastern Hogs. And so he's from Millville, New Jersey. So he goes out. The next day, like he Sunday, he wanted me to go out with him, but I had to go to work. But he um, he was going out to find Coastal Plains milk snakes, which nice. yeah. are king snakes. Dude, really they're cool. milk snakes. Oh. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, yeah they're they freaking are. sweet. I think I can share them over in the uh, in the chat just so people can see what we're talking about. But he was showing me like all this stuff that 
that he found and everything. And um, just really, really cool. But, you know, it's like a cool guy and, you know, it's like a small world, but um, I've never seen these snakes before, but holy shit, were they nice. And he says he finds them no big deal. So, yeah, they're an eastern milk snake integrate. Yeah. Really cool, man. You know, we were talking about it and saying, yeah, I remember, you know, back to, hey, it's important to read stuff. I remember reading about those things back legit 20 years ago and saying, hey, I need to find some of these and couldn't do it. You know, I know Ted Thompson is, it doesn't surprise me that he's good buddies with him because he's a big, he's probably the guy relative to those, at least in yeah. terms of big numbers or having a diversity of them. Um, mm-hmm. But man, they're badass little snakes, and it's one of those where it's like, hey, maybe that's my answer, Eric. If I saw some of those that were locale specific, and heck, especially like that little aberrant one he found, that would be hard to turn down for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're really cool. Um, I think uh, well, my roommate in college had one, um, and I'm pretty sure it was one of those like he was out wandering through, found it, and was like, I'm gonna keep this, and then. Uh, after it started not doing so hot, he ended up having to let it go. Um, it was a tiny one, though, so it right. may yeah, have been I mean, something else. So, no, that's 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 entirely plausible. They're slow growing, got a few yeah. small food. They took a long time to mature. You know, that's why they haven't taken off. But yeah, they're cool, man. Mhm. Yeah. So it was just, it was cool the small world, but um, you know, I he was talking about wanting to go down to Texas. And, you know, I started talking to him about Carpet Fest and whatnot. And I said, you know, yeah. those guys do the thing, Snake Days. And so, uh, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, that would be really awesome. So, anyway, long story short, that might really become a reality of going out herping. Now, I, you know, I would really like to get out in, um, you know, uh, out on the West Coast and see some rattlesnakes there, as well as, of course, heading down to Florida and checking out some stuff there, I think it would be, uh, be pretty sweet. So you yeah. tell me that in the springtime, um, at this point uh, would be, would be the best time to go. So we're going to see if we can put that together and, you know, get a couple people and just go out herping and have a blast and have a good time and find some snakes and flip some, uh, you know, logs and shit or whatever. And, you know, why not? I mean, right. Well, you know, Owen and I are in for sure, man, either way. Yeah. You know, I was pushing for AZ with the Willard Eye and stuff, but, you know, heck, this will do. You know, yeah. <laughs> Timbers will do. That'll yeah. do, and then we'll get some Florida action. Get all this stuff. Heck, I got this uh, Frontier $50 off coupon burning a hole in my pocket. We got to figure it out. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> de- yeah. Definitely afford. And then, you know, if that's how NPR ends, is I'm accidentally envenomated by a timber rattlesnake, you know, why not? So, <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah, you know. We have to go. Why? Owen just got bit. Oh, son uh, of a bitch. It's like, yeah, that would, there you go. Yeah. I'll make sure to do my Finally Viper something Keeper to take voice. an unscheduled absence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Owen will love you with this because he's dead. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, we'll hold out for next week, though. He might come uh, back up. Stop it's it. okay. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. I will Stop give the play-by-play play in the Viper Keeper voice uh, for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Keep cameras keep better. rolling. Ah! If, if, if anything... It's a Steve Irwin situation. Cameras, cameras keep rolling regardless of what animal's attempting to kill me. So, right. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So it's good maybe stuff. you can get more YouTube likes than that dude who was trying to handle that sidewind. That guy. Oh. Well, did you see? 
you see the other idiot? Did you hear about the other idiot in the news that was apparently it was his kid's birthday? And uh, rattlesnake. Yeah, got bit in the face. That was oh, pretty sweet. Yeah. My dad's sitting there and he goes, "Well, he's lost his grip." I'm like, "That? How close was this snake to this man's face that it managed to get him in the face and then the chest?" Probably. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I just love well, how the national news presented it as quote the snake attacked him, and it's like, yeah. So he was fucking with it, holding it behind the head, showing it to everybody, screwing around, and then it bit him in the face. If he did that same thing too- with the dog, so I was strangling at this dog, and then it randomly attacked me. me. Yeah. It was bizarre. <laughs> it's like you. He grabbed it. And he's like, I'm gonna cut its head off and cook it up. And I'm like, well, all right. Why the hell are you doing that anyway? And then apparently he must have been holding it, and he probably has imbibed probably far too many uh, adult beverages to be handling a venomous snake. He got himself some pumpkin beer for sure. Exactly. <laughs> Slips, which we are entering that part, that season of NPR. Which the best Eric, season of all. Oh, Eric could be it. loaded on pumpkin beer at any episode. So, oh, shit. You know, watch out that's for when it. I, that's when I get fired up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You're coming. <laughs> oh, you're sick as shit, calendar. brother. When I, when, I walk into the, when I walk into the beer distributor and start seeing them, I'm just like, oh, God. So, yeah. But, so the, the dude gets himself nailed not once but twice and has to go and get put into, I think, didn't they have to put him into a five-day coma because his throat was yeah. swelling up? Oh, it's just stupidity. Well, I mean, a face bite's no joke. It's just, it, it was. It's just like, yeah, it didn't attack you, bro. You were attacking it, and it just yeah. did the only thing it could do, man. You know, I mean, I... I empathize, but I don't really sympathize, you know, like, or I should say I sympathize, but I don't empathize, you know, in the sense that it's like, man, you were going to, you, your plan was to grill the thing alive. Like, it didn't attack you. It just did the best it could to survive. All you had to do is not, if you wanted to educate the kids about it, you could have done it a completely different way without even touching it. I mean, you could have looked from a safe distance, talk about it, and then let it go on its way. There was no point to fuck with it. The other thing is that he had to get 26 vials of anti-venom. Yeah, that's not nothing. No, I mean, like, that's like, like, and for what I've heard, and these are rumors and I have no idea, they're somewhere, they're a couple grand each. So, that's what I mean. That's not nothing, man. That's not yeah, nothing. Good and luck with that. The funny that. thing is, in that story, he says he got bit before when he was, like, a kid, you know, in his teens or whatever, teens into 20s. He got bit before, and it's like, dude, you should know better. These aren't like, things to fuck with. I mean, it, it, and there was like there was some video earlier this week. Is some it was like a Snapchat video or something that was on Facebook for a while, where some kid uh, literally got out of the truck and was chasing down a viper, and he picked it up and nailed him on the forearm. It's like, why did you feel the need to do that? It's like the uh, the more I think it was something else I was reading about earlier this week that there was a bear with her cubs in the middle of Colorado, and they had to tell people to stop trying to take selfies with it. It's like, what? I mean, I understand thinning the herd and Darwinism here, but re- you got to try really hard to not get yourself killed here. And it's don't run over to a mother bear with her cubs with a camera. That's number one. So it's a lot of people are doing stupid things when it comes to animals recently, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so what was, uh, what was it that you, uh, you you had something that you were a little fired up about, Owen. What was that? <laughs> oh, well, it was a lot of stuff with shipping and a lot of crap going on this week. Uh, like I said, I had listed a bunch of animals uh, 
the past couple of weeks that there, I've been kind of not doing anything. So I threw them up all on King Snake and I, I sold a few animals and I got them all out to people and there wasn't really any big, big problem. Uh, I was concerned with a lot of stuff happening when it comes to uh, the hurricane stuff and ship your reptiles. But a lot of people that uh, actually everybody that I sold an animal to uh, were totally willing to wait with shipping. Nobody really gave me any flack when I had to cancel a few things and they all got their snakes and the last snake ended up going out uh, or, or arriving today. So they're all gone. They're all where they're supposed to be. So that's one thing lifted off. But I had this one person that was grilling me with questions, questions, questions about a snake, just going on, going on, going on. And uh, uh, asked me about the hatch state, and I told him the hatch state. And mm-hmm. these are snakes that I'd gotten from Amanda, so I didn't know the hatch state off the top of my head, so I had to get it from her. But, and I realized after he brought it to my attention that I accidentally listed them as 16s when in actuality they're 15s. So I immediately go like, ah, yeah, sorry, King Snake's weird. I can't go and edit it, but I will go and add a thing now that says that they're 15s. They're not 16s, I promise. They're, they're 15s. This is the hatch state. This is where they came from. This is all the facts about them. Here you go. And he tells me, because we, this was, we had just finally we had talked about shipping. I'd send him all the PayPal information. He was supposed to send me this stuff about 10 minutes later. And after all that of a switching up of the years just by a simple mistake, he, no go. He doesn't want them anymore. <laughs> all righty. I'm like, all right. And, uh, and that was it. There was like no comment. And I'm like, he goes, he just, he's like, it was that a typo. I'm like, yeah, it was probably a typo. You know, I'll fix it. And then he's like, I don't want them anymore. I'm like, okay. You know, I'm like, listen, if I lose a sale over a typo, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. You know, um, you know, you do whatever you want. Thanks. Bye. But this guy well, was especially like, when they were the same size, you should have pictures yeah. of things. It's like, dude, they're the same size. It actually makes, you know, it's more impressive that they're a year younger and they're the same size. Well, I mean, yeah, heck, well, you're the one who won't ship Christmas Eve for some reason. I know, because I'm a dick like that. But it's like, <laughs> um, it's like and, 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 and honest to God, having done that, where it was like, uh, and I never mind ask, uh, answering questions. I never mind talking to the customers. I never mind getting on the phone. And I don't mind sending a million pictures of a snake to something. But if it kind of just goes back to if you ask for numerous pictures, lineage information, all this kind of stuff. It's like, you, you better be freaking serious because it's like, don't waste anybody's time. And that's just my thing is like, if I, I'd feel bad doing this to somebody. It's like, if I'm this far into it, I'm freaking committed to the snake. And it wasn't like I was completely lying and you were getting something completely different. It was a typo and the year was off. And I even came up front with that and gave you all the information. So it's like, now I understand that I had never done business with this guy. He doesn't know who the hell I was. You always want to avoid scammers and weirdo people on Kingsnake. Totally good. But it's like, so if you were a little nervous, ask for references, talk about things, go over to Fauna, ask for a BOI, go to any freaking Morelia site on Facebook and say, does anybody know Owen McIntyre? I'm pretty sure someone's going to come up somewhere. So, you know, it, it just kind of, it was one of those things that kind of irked me and, there are very few times I've worked with customers that have irked me uh, this way. It wasn't as bad as some of the ones that I've had. Like the dude on Christmas Eve, that guy pissed me off straight up. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, 
that guy could call me tomorrow and offer me thousands of dollars. I'll tell him to get bent. You know, that's. Well, I'm that, glad that, I could bring up good memories, man. Oh, yeah, you would do that all I'm the just time. Here to do a service for <laughs> you. You do that every time. That's all you're here for is to bring up wonderful fucking memories, Rob. But, you know, it's. Uh... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Do what I can, man. Do what I can. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it was just one of those weird things. And it just, it, it always goes back to. Uh, this is what you deal with when you have to be selling snakes. And a lot of people don't understand. It's never, it rarely ever is. I like that one. Here's money. So, you know, that's, that happens. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. It's like, okay, snake. Good. It's like, no, it's, it, it, people want to know what they're getting. And to be honest, I'm actually helping Amanda sell a bunch of her snakes because she doesn't want to deal with the people. So it was like one of those, yeah, all right, well, I'm glad you're proving her correct. So it's whatever. Uh, like I said, I, yeah, I haven't well, I lost mean, any sleep over it. Eric and I have talked about this. I don't leave even when someone posts something, you know, or sends out an email that says, "Hey, I'm going to have X, Y, and Z," you know, inquire. I don't even like inquiring if I'm not mm-hmm. legit ready to go. Funds available, all those different things. Yeah. I don't even like doing that because I'm so averse to what you're talking about, you know, being seen as this tire kicker thing that. You know, legitimately, if it's not something I'm ready to pull the trigger on, even if it's to my detriment, he and I talked about that to, to great length the mm-hmm. other day, you know, where it's like even if it's maybe not not the best choice on my part, I don't like reaching out. You know, I'm I'm if I reach out to you, it means I'm ready to go because I'm totally with you, man. It's That's the business of selling snakes. That's why I told him I'm not interested in selling stuff. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm keeping it for me, man. You know, right. if someone needs to have it, well, then we could talk, you know. If Jim needs to send me your paycheck, we can talk. Yeah, well, that ain't going to happen because I have to agree to that. So, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm talking to him anyway about something that's coming up here in the next God damn it. Stop. Uh, (laughs) You need to be involved in things. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, I mean, what, we're what, uh, a couple weeks away from the six-year anniversary? Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah, you haven't figured out when we're gonna do that, man. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna have to nail that date down, and I'll have to. As I told you, I'm getting to work on the. I got where I got, and we're gonna run with that. We got plenty. <laughs> man, there's plenty of stuff. And not not only you, Owen. I got Eric too. You know, it'll it'll be fun. Oh, okay. It'll be so fun like either way. But uh, five of me, equal one opportunity. Of yeah, bull crap. But you know that's no man um, no you know well I mean you give me so much material man that's I, the problem I know, you know? I, I'm man. just taking the material as it comes I'm not I'm not saying oh is it Eric is it Owen you know it's just as it comes you know and, and it'll be fun either way. I <laughs> say some pretty stupid stuff, Owen. <laughs> so like I said, five to one, five to one. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, so okay, so that was your. Now you see why I don't like selling snakes. <laughs> yeah. That's what grinds Owen's gears. Okay. That uh, you know, that's what call, prompted the call in. Yeah, there was, it was one of those things that just, it was, it, it was very much the, this is why I haven't posted in a while. So, you know, um, but again, I, I don't hold anything. And, you know, if the guy got freaked out just because of that, I totally, I can understand you know, uh, when it comes to it. But if he really wanted the snake, he could have gone a little further, but whatever. It, like you said, it's no skin off my nose. And I've backed out of a deal once or twice or not gone through or inquired about an animal because something seems sketchy or off. But, you know, it's, it is what it is. So. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I think you should consider that as a weekly segment, Eric. What grinds everyone's gears? We do that every week. I just scream. <laughs> so, you know, we we can. It, that's what happens. So, and uh, I, I do want to throw this out here because as we're chatting, I'm going through the Morelia pick of the week is not allowed to have for sale ads or trade ads. Knock it off. <laughs> Jesus uh-huh. Christ. Who did that if now? Only there were groups specifically oh, like for that. Six. I mean, like you know. Something popped up about somebody wanting to trade a boa at Tinley Park for a green tree python. I'm like, what the hell is this? Love it. So I killed that, Uh, and now I'm going through, and I'm like, well, Jesus Christ. Apparently, I haven't been on this in a bit because there's like four or five ads, including, you know, S&J Reptiles. We'll talk about that later. Oh, fabulous. What? (laughs) Uh Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. No ads on the pick of the week. Go put it somewhere else. Yeah, I went. Well, oh, and there are no Facebook groups to, to allow those postings. That's a problem. None. Well, gee, I wonder <laughs> why. I'm sorry. You now actually have to get a website and sell your animals that way, or get a king. Oh lord, now he's pushing. Now he's pushing a website. Oh or lord, this went even I've even darker than I could have imagined. I've always had a website. It's never been updated, but I've always had a website. You know, I don't like Rob being on the show anymore. (laughs) 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 Pissing me off. (laughs) Hey, man, you cleared this, or at least he said you did. I don't know. I don't know. He just represented as though you did. I didn't say shit. But anyway, Rob's going on the ban list. That's it. He's gone. Get him out. So wait, I have to. I have to mention this. Holy shit. KJ's Caramel Tigers that he produced I, this season. What they were the gorgeous. fuck? I know. Mine suck compared to his. <laughs> Dude, it's like perfect stripes. I know. He did that well, like where are they posted? Reading. I haven't seen them, man. They They're haven't come on up the for pick. me. Facebook. They're Facebook. on the pick of the week. Yeah. Because they're not for sale. Trust me, I asked. So, you know. there's. Oh, he's not selling them? Smart. No. Man. Yeah, he's pissing me off. So he's, you know, KJ, I have to wait till next year. I'm going to make a, uh, a a little thing to you. Um, would you please possibly sell me one of these caramel tigers? What? No, don't do this. Um, don't do this. <laughs> what, don't, no, don't. Go on. <laughs> I would I would much appreciate it and would fit into my projects. And I'm sure I can repay the favor somehow forward since I have many carpet pythons Bullshit. that we could no. choose from that Screw I wouldn't it. release to the public. But perhaps, since you've made this such a generous bullshit. offer you me a dollar, yeah, you'd be open to I it. I could sure. pay it forward to you, my friend. He only produced, so, like, a pair he's keeping, and he had to let one pair go, apparently. So, no, 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 no. I asked. Nobody's getting Carmel Tigers from KJ this year. Ain't happening. KJ, again, remember. You're mad because I got the taboos, <laughs> aren't you? So, I mean, that's... No. I'm just saying, I'm just cruising through the pick of the week since you said that there were some, some for sale ads up there, and I just happened to stumble upon KJ's beautiful caramel tigers. Well, I would delete them now because that are you're trying to buy them. Nope, Don, and get out of here. I would just say that you know, <laughs> KJ, I could make it worth your while. Uh, I do not tire kick. Um, that, I, I will give you full price of asking whatever it is you're asking. He doesn't tire kick or whatever it is. Hey, Whatever, the only carpet tea you ever bought from me took him two years to actually freaking buy tire kick my ass. Hey. Who? 
That's because he you. didn't produce it, man. You. Eric, the first time I met Eric, <laughs> he didn't he produce it. it. No, I produced it. The first time I met Eric, he inquired about a high contrast Queensland Coastal. He and I sent a couple emails. Well, I'm saying he didn't produce the A-grade stuff that he requires. That's, oh. That's ah! <laughs> so, uh, oh, it's, I waited for that. Yet. I waited for that perfect oh. from you. Rob and, er, Rob and Eric are going to be standing outside of Tinley Park. I'll have my hat. I'm going to be set up inside. Fuck wait, you guys. Wait, hold on. What? I waited until you had a specific gown because when I went to you and originally was going to buy it, you had sold out of them. I didn't want the last. Yeah, he already sold them to everybody True. else. True. I wanted the best. So when you bred them again, I, I, I got them from you. You know, I want a pick of the litter, man. You know how that goes. <sighs> just like AJ. I want pick of the litter. You, oh, just just the like litter? See, Only the best. Let me explain something to you guys. <laughs> just like Nick. <laughs> Just like Nick is good at selling snakes, I am good at buying them. Buying snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's a bad thing. It's a one way to go there. So yeah, but that's okay. I don't think so, man. I think that's pretty good. (laughs) Well, yeah, but then you keep. But he also is the problem is he holds back everything, so nothing ever leaves Eric's sphere. So yeah, Yeah. I think Chris. Chris That is an issue. Yeah. Chris Behoff asked me that question today. He's like, Hey man, um, how come he's like, Do you ever sell anything? I said, Not on <laughs> your site. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you really, like like you should have fired back with Chris, like, do you ever not sell anything? It's like he's uh dear Lord. Yeah. Oh my so, god. And he and he's gotta always try to find that angle. Yeah. So yeah. We're about halfway through the burns that we've started tonight. Although uh, Owen kept dropping the ball on mine, but uh, I know, I just there's really we'll, we'll I keep got rolling. Yeah, I don't really know what to. We're just gonna let it roll. You know what I mean? Uh, Blind boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, these are really nice tigers. I can't stop looking at them. Holy shit! I know, Especially they're, this they're one. Gorgeous. I'm gonna put this one. KJ. Uh, he, he sent me pictures of them. I think. Uh, couple about a month or two ago when they hatched they were they, he got real lucky with the stripes and uh i hopefully he does them again uh this next year so uh, i could jump on some caramel tigers there you go yeah where's your caramel tiger project at man uh, i know I you started some back in the day back in the day and the problem is i only ever got one and then the only tiger i had that was a male uh, that wasn't a red tiger, like he died the year after. So I'm like, crap. So I never mm-hmm. bred him again. So I had the one female, and uh, she has been a complete bear when it comes to feeding. Uh, she grew, she grew, she grew, she ate, ate, ate. She got to small rats and then didn't want to go any further. Like every meal. Well, I thought you were going to say she only got to XL rats and then she wouldn't go any further. Okay. Oh, fair no, enough. Well, small no, rats. it's a medium. Yeah, she only went to small. So trying to get her on a mediums. She would like bite it, wrap it, and like let it go. Or she would so like. So what you're saying is they're still twice the size of Eric's female coastals, but Almost. you don't want to take them. Well, let me put it this way: I tried breeding her last year. She had a couple locks, but then nothing ever came of it. Um, and then this year, since I did cool her down and did put her in with the male, she's been eating everything. So she actually has put on 
a lot more size, and her head has gotten this much larger feel and look to it since last year. Yeah, no. So she's actually kind of getting the mature, but it's weird because her half sister, which is a year younger than her, did breed last year, um, and now is like so. It's like okay, your sisters that are younger than you are skipping you. So <laughs> you got to pick up laugh, the pace, man. Right? Come on, yeah. So she's hopefully going to go this year, and I'm going to breed her to my caramel jag. So I'll get uh, hopefully try to get some super caramel tiger jags, but I'll have gone like the long way around the barn. And then everybody right. else who was just breeding tiger jags to caramel. So uh, um, that'll be cool. And then I do have uh, uh, one tiger that is not a red, but he's only about a year and a half old. So I'm raising him up. And then I'll start doing different stuff with the caramels and the tigers soon. So, right. Mm. Yeah. Cool. And so, sorry, yeah. Uh, the, the male tigers, uh, the male yellow tiger, I'm also going to use for exanic stuff because I want exanic tigers. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And with that yellow, that should be nice. Yeah. That's, that's going to be um, difficult. Well, it's proven to be difficult or somewhat. Um, and now we've ruined. Just crushing Owen dreams. Uh, All right. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. We're trying that, to build like, Owen up here, man. Come on. It's, it's not I working. I am. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to build him up. Just I'm let me. Not you know, feeling any love tonight. But like anyway, I said at the on. beginning of the show, give this me is the love section. <laughs> <laughs> the trick is going to be is that, you know, the exotic stuff that's in the U.S. Uh, has the Rockhampton blood in it. Yeah. Because that's what Paul bred. The really banded stuff. So it's really banded. So it's going to be, you, yeah. you know, you need some potent tiger, which I know you have, Owen, but yeah. I don't know if you have multiple males. But well, that's the, really... the problem is, is that my potent, like the most potent tigers are my red ones. So I have, I have uh, my pair of reds, um, which are, they're, they're the 11s or uh, God, they're probably older than that. They're probably own nines or something. Whatever year Balin produced the original red tigers. Oh seven. Um, oh seven. God. I suck. The ones anyway. Um, time goes by, man. Yeah, Jesus. Um there I have a pair of the O seven, so they're not like the cream of the crop when it comes to that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um right. and I never I've never held like any of the tigers back. I don't know why. I just always just kick going. So uh last year I realized that I was totally screwing myself and decided to start building up the next round of tiger stuff. So I have a really gorgeous red striped tiger that Kyle produced. Um, uh, Rezeki, I think it's how he pronounces it. He's probably screaming at his TV or radio, whatever the hell, but <laughs> right. um, uh, he produced it. Well, and... after all, after Eric Smith's pronunciations of Mahler, it's, it's okay. It's, don't okay. worry about it. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so I got it, her and she was like, way she's way better than any of the other tigers that i've ever had um and she's a red so what i did is i talked to balin when he produced that clutch this year of his red tigers with like the perfect stripes and i got a baby boy from that so yeah i have good red tigers but i'm raising up some killer red tigers and then i have the pair of russian red tigers that i'm raising up and i have that gold male uh that i have to get a really good looking gold female for and then yeah I'll have all that stuff. Um, for right now, though, I have uh, three breeding adult tigers, one normal, two reds. So here's a thought. 
the Russian mm-hmm. line in particular, um, those animals were somewhat, I mean, they were, they were somewhat striped, but they were more banded, I think, the original parents. Yeah. And they produced those killer stripes. So the thinking would be is that, that they have, you know, whatever amount of genes needed to complete the stripe. So I am taking the direction of using something like that. I am um, doing the exact same thing. Um, I have my coastal female Trinity and she mm-hmm. is a coastal, but she is from tiger breedings. Um, and every animal that she's ever produced has been striped. All jags that come tiger. out of her, uh, all, uh, all jags that come out of her have bald stripes down their back. Uh-huh. And right. every time I breed, every time I breed her to a tiger, I get tons of really nice striped animals. So, I'm going to take my exanic male and breed her, uh, breed him to her this year. And also it helps that she lays about 32 eggs a clutch. So there'll be a lot to pick from. <laughs> so mm. it'll be like all head exanics. Hey, these guys have kind of stripes. That's where I'll start launching from is there. there. So. Gotcha. I like that my Lester Tiger bomb didn't uh, throw off. I, I, I can't. Like, there's certain things I just got to keep rolling with. But, yes, that was the reason I bought her is because they put the tag of her being a Lester Tiger on it. When well, hey, was. man, there's not nothing there. You know, as as you say, there's not nothing there. She's doing stuff. You yeah. know, she's from oh, yeah. that line. She's doing things. Yeah, she's got it. I like that, it. you know. Oh, yeah. You know, it just – So, I mean, it's – we think we know more than we do, man. You know, well, I think you know, there's, the is there's something they, there. They slapped a $75 tag on her when all the other carpets around her that weren't lesser tigers were going for like 50 bucks. So, yeah, I paid more. So, you know. Worth the bonus for something. Uh, and, well, no. I mean, heck, dude. You know, I don't think you would have got the same from those things. So, no, you know, no. I'm always one who th- – I think there's something to that, man. Eric can uh, attest. I always say uh, – you know, I think you go too harsh on the Lesser Tiger deal. Uh, well, there's also the thing is that she's yeah. produced, I mean, she produced Echo, and then Echo has produced some of the best Jags, like Soundwave and uh, the, right, the There's not nothing the there. Stripe. I don't know I about mean, the name, something. Soundwave. Ooh, I man. love it. Are you kidding me? That's old 80s Transformers shit. Come on now. I but know, anyway. You're, you're getting hardcore on me here. I am. I'm trying. But it's just like. It, it, seeing the progression of that, and also, I mean, she's—I I have never kept track of how many babies she's actually had, but it's like right. six or seven clutches of thirty-something. It's it, you know, Christ Almighty. That seventy-five bucks paid off, man. You, <laughs> you don't have to—you don't have to begrudge the Lesser Tiger for seventy-five I'm really bucks. Nev- I'm never gonna. Be, no, she can do whatever the hell she wants at this point. You can call her whatever you want. What? I don't care. So yeah, she's the. Call her money in Owen's bank account. That's what you call her. God damn right. So she's the plan this year. Granted, the Exanic has to breed with my Super Caramel first uh, before he goes in with her. So. Okay, so here's a question. That'll be interesting. Double duty, double duty, right? Yeah. Um, What's your plan for double duty? Like when you're putting a male with two females, you know, how do you break it up? Do you two give him a rest in. in between? Yeah. Two weeks in with one girl, uh, about two or three days on his own cage, and then two weeks in with the other girl. You trying and to feed him in that two or three days? What? Are you feeding him? 
Yeah, if he's hungry. And if he doesn't want to eat, then he goes right in because that means his mind's on something else and I'm not going to distract him with a rat. So, you know. So what made you come up with the two weeks? Is that just something you've always done or like how did you? Something I've always done. It just just seemed that way for me. And, uh, you know, it's a flexible thing. Like if I put them in there and after one week they're on the other side of the cages from each other, I'll swap Ah, it up. You know, or if I put him in one cage and then that female that he was going to go in with next week is huge, swap them out. You know, these things are very fluid. But it's just like, this is when I do things. If you try to stick to a rigid thing when it comes to breeding snakes, you're going to set yourself up to failure. you got to uh-huh. be able to roll with it and move and dodge, which is why it's like I have... Shooting to the serpent, buddy bear. I know. It's like I have numerous <laughs> animals. I, you know, God damn it, I've been on the show enough. Um, <laughs> I have numerous animals, but I have also a few of my <laughs> older, like, I have a 10-year-old jag male that will breed with a piece of rope. And all he ever produces is just more jags of like, you know, just whatever. But he's a great backup hitter. If I have a a breeding thing that totally is just falling apart, or if I need a male to have a little bit more incentive, he's great at getting anything going. So it's good to have the backup. So you always got to be able to roll with it. You have the male you ideally want him to breed with. And then you have the backup male, and then you have the in case of emergency break glass and throw this animal in, you know, kind of thing. So that's where it goes. So do you know that ahead of time? I'm just curious yes. on like how. Okay, so you have I, like I, okay plan A, plan B. Yes, I joke and say that it's pretty much like throwing Jello at the wall over here. It very mm-hmm. rarely is. You know, it's one of those like if like I have right now. I have. Uh, my male zebra is ready to roll and I have the proven female zebra I got from Amanda. So I'm going to try for super zebras this year. So I have those two. Now, if the male zebra doesn't do what he's supposed to do, I have next is a scatter, Delia scattershot boy. So he's the better looking out of that. If I can't get the zebra to work, because obviously I want the supers. So Mm -hmm. if he goes, I'll at least get Delia scattershot zebras. Okay. It's not that huge of a loss. It's still awesome. Cool. If he doesn't go, I have a Vandevetter male. So, okay, well, the Vandevetters, you know, I did not really, really, really want in the zebra. His yellow is not as intense. But, hey, it's still pure jungles, totally cool, whatever. So that would be it. If she refuses all three of those males, screw you, sit there, don't breathe. So, you know, that's just how it's going to go. Um, gotcha. And I have that for pretty much every single uh, pairing except for one, and that is the granite male. You had one goddamn job that's it and there was there was and the problem was that there was no backup there was if the female didn't like this male there was nothing else i could put in there because if, if i did i'd make dirty evil crosses all hit granite so yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean i don't know my well i'm a little bit different i guess in a way is that i just i have a certain pair and that's it if they don't go then they don't go you know i don't try to mm-hmm salvage uh salvage it because i don't know why i just don't (laughs) well it's because you're not running hamburger specials man you need the hamburger specials that's how you pay for food so you know maybe maybe that's that's why i'm always like uh i'm never uh paying for food with what i you know what i sell or whatever you know yeah. Always out it, of pocket. 
it is what it is. And I mean, like, and I'd much rather to get this pair, but if, like I said, with certain pairs, I'm not trying to get snakes out of every female, regardless of what the hell's going on. If I was trying to do that, you know, I would have bred my het granite to something. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's just. I'd have bred my jag to my Maclot python and called it a day. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, on the uh, on the podcast, uh, there's a there's well, actually, there's two podcasts that I was going to mention, but there's one called um, From the Ground Up, and um, I think I talked about this before, oh, but Lord, uh, here we go. Okay, no, but uh, you got a good on, wreck and a bad wreck. Okay, go go on. So. They had um, Mark Hager on uh, Green Tree Pythons. Uh, Actually, it was yesterday. But uh, the one thing that uh, they were talking about was the battle chondro. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) so they're they're talking about, you know, Mark is, uh, he he loves chondros. You know, that's kind of like his focus of his collection or whatever. So, I don't know how it came about, but somebody said, um, uh, you know, hey, uh, you know, a breed a rough scale to that. I think maybe it was Evan or something posted in a, something about a rough scale, <laughs> you know, <laughs> breed it to a chondro. And they were all like, sacrilege! And he was like, yeah, that's a battle chondro. Uh, <laughs> so oh, your Lord. name has stuck, Owen. I'm <laughs> so happy. <laughs> but <laughs> that, that pairing has actually been done in Australia. <sighs> that pairing, and from what I understand, I was afraid of this. The, but from what I understand, the results were not not that cool. So, well, duh. I don't, I you know whose side everyone. Yeah. What's that? Because you, you know whose side it's everyone. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> because yeah. you lose everything that makes the two species unique, and you don't get anything cool. Now, if you got a green tree python with a huge head shield and keeled scales, everyone would breed a rough scale to their condom. Now you get a green was, snake with flat scales. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. You've got a green oh, snake yeah. with flat scales. Oh, my God. It looks just like the green tree. They, it, you lose everything. So, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah it, I don't know. But I just thought that you would be happy that your name uh, I am extremely stuck. happy, and <laughs> I hope that God it continues. And uh, <laughs> what was the other I one? Want, uh, the, the, other one? the other one was um, – uh, the the man eater, the Ma- Mongolian man eater, but that That's wasn't it. mine. That was Todd's. Todd said okay. that, All and right. Todd, Todd will eventually br- Todd will bring that up every time we're at Tinley. He goes, still trying for that Mongolian man eater. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so and what you'll have to see him at the show, man. Hopefully he'll be as as ready to go. Maybe we'll talk some rosies. It'll be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was excited about them last year. Holy shit. Oh, man. yeah. He just, you said oh, Rosie yeah, buddy, Bear. That was good. <laughs> he was like, yes. <laughs> Fuck him. Harvey. I am ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I am no, selling all of them. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. I think Eric Kohler oh. wanted Rosie's, too. He said he was going to get into that uh, with all the locality-specific stuff, and he's a nut about those kind of things. So. Oh, man. Yeah, I want to yeah. talk to Kohler about the backlots, too. Matlocks. Matlocks? What? Sorry. Maclots. <laughs> Maclots. Maclots. Yeah. Maclots. Maclots. Uh, yeah. Why are you so definitive Make, on that point, man? One of the dyslexic kid. Moving on. So. <laughs> so I don't uh, know if we're moving on, 
on, but that's just me. We're moving on. Next. So um, so there's another podcast that I stumbled across. Um, no okay. laugh out of that, Eric. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm saving it up, man. I'm saving it up. Herptological highlights. Um, and um, I got to listen to it again. Rob just told me to listen to this episode. I – I told him to listen to the podcast, and then he listens to the best episode, and I'm listening to like the, the stuff about um, frogs, and the darn camouflage frogs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're doing, man. But there was a there's a really cool episode where they talk about you know what's really going on when a snake constricts its prey, and uh, I'll let Rob do it because I'll butcher it. But there's some yeah, man. It's, now, it's this pretty was interesting. Awesome. Honestly, yeah. I mean, it's a completely different show than what you guys do. You know, it's a totally different vibe and what's going on. But it's two Aussie dudes kind of doing what the the Justin show does in terms of talking about papers, running through it, and then they're doing it with Aussie things. You know, talking about the rabbit warrens and all this stuff. And when you listen to it, you'll figure it out. But it's it's pretty good. Um, but in terms of the constriction, right? We've all been trained to think that that's about not being able to respirate, right? But in right. reality, it's just totally screwing up the heart. And it makes me even more anxious about any of the big constrictor stuff that we have, to be honest with you. <laughs> Frankly, you know, Evan was posting all that stuff about that bite, you know, that retake bite. And it made me made me real leery, you know, in terms of that mm-hmm. stuff, to be honest, because they're running through this paper. I think it was I think it was Reynolds, right, who's running out of his lab and he does a lot of Caribbean boa stuff and the, it was that third episode that was boa focused that they were talking about this stuff and it was like they were looking at what actually happens to the rat when it's being constricted and they're talking about maximum constriction within six seconds, full effect within a minute. They constrict for twelve mm-hmm. minutes. But what it's causing is an escalation of the heart rate in terms of the core body area. So six, your blood pressure in your core body area is six times what it normally is. That's not good. And it's yeah. half of what it normally is in the extremities. Also not good. It's causing your blood potassium levels to escalate. Not good for your heart, suffice to say. And your uh, the acidity levels of your blood to escalate. Also not good. So that even if that route walks away, so it survives magically it survives it walks away the thing's dead man walking it's just crazy and eric and i were talking about in the context of big constrictors and yeah man i don't know it's it's definitely worth a listen you know they talk through that paper in good length and it's um it's something and relative to all of our knowledge of oh they're just keeping it so they can't expand their lungs and taking air again uh, turns out that's not the case, and in reality, this is like triple overkill on this rat. So, worth a worth a check out either of the paper or that uh, the podcast, as Eric mentioned. Jesus. I'm checking it out at work, and man, it's it's really good. It's not the same as you guys, where you're kind of you know hemming and hawing, and it's a lot of fun. But it's uh, a couple of Aussie guys saying Aussie things, and that's a lot of fun. And they're talking yeah. about you know stuff that. Definitely new for me, and that's after 20 years of being heavily invested, you know. So definitely worth a worth a mention more than uh, – I mean, I like the one Eric mentioned before. It's it's interesting, um, and it's cool for a newbie perspective. But if you're talking, you know, two or three decades in, you look at it and say, am I going to learn something new, and are these gonna, guys going to amuse me while they actually teach me something? And then you should check out this uh, herpetological highlights thing. Um, 
it's really good. I don't know who the heck the guys are. I mean, they don't explain themselves or whatever. I assume they're PhDs in herpetology or something. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's definitely uh, they definitely come from a different perspective than us. That's for sure. You know, those guys are. Um, but not anti-captive. That's the important thing. You know, I mean, yeah. I know the one guy at least maybe he's maintaining mm-hmm. stuff, so he's not anti-captive. The one I was listening to today, they were talking about Gila's and Komodo dragons, and the venom and all of all those things, and it's it really is cool. Definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely worth a check out. And it seems like they're still going, right, Eric? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I mean. Unlike most her podcasts, other than yours, they're actually still active, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, the uh, the one cool thing. Oh, and I don't. Did you ever hear of the Iranian? Yeah. Uh, Viper. This thing is crazy. I this is crazy. Love them. I what love the them. F- Holy love shit! Them. That is freaky, man. That is freaky. If, I'm listening. If- I'm driving to work. If I could ever do a venomous, that's what you if would I could do. Ever, freaky that, man, that is freaky. I would. I, I don't would know. I'm not a spider guy. Is it? It would be one of those things. Ugh. Like if, if I years ago when I was working in a zoo, they actually asked me to design a reptile uh, house, and right? they were in there in one of the like as one of the if if we could get dream species because uh-huh. they're just so damn cool and they give you so many freaking talking points about. The, the the way they move their tail, how they lure in the birds by acting like a spider. And it's just like this thing evolutionarily is astonishing. And I love no. them. Oh, so. Hold on, Owen. You know, yeah. I know you're serious and I totally agree with you on the seriousness point. But at the yeah. same time, I want to point out, were you wearing the Crocodile Dundee, Dundee act, uh, you know, Hat, outfit when they All were the telling time. you this? or Always. Or no? Always. Ooh, I always wear that. Man. I always wore it. I lived in that. Blood, sweat, and tears on that thing. Yeah, no. That's awesome. But you were petting baby tigers, so that's cool. Yeah, I was raising baby tigers. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you had that, but... Yeah, whatever. Sometimes you got to wear the khaki. Shit, I would wear it. (laughs) And it's Um, surprisingly durable. I suppose, man. I don't know. Yeah. I do when, it. When you got a, when a bear's got a hold of your sleeve, it's surprising that it doesn't rip right off. So yeah, it's it's all good. So. No, I don't want. Maybe bears, we need no. to make a tee with that picture on it. That that's <laughs> an interesting idea. Yeah, that could that could be. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Jim so anyway. or Owen in the crocodile Lundie. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's no problems. The. Uh, uh, that episode, um, just, you know, I'm driving to work and like, they're talking about it and I, I, you know, I'm like, Oh yeah, whatever, you know, whatever. So I finally get to work and then I Googled it. So if you're listening and you don't know what we're talking about, Google it. I, I ran spider tailed, uh, Viper, right? Yep. Yeah. So Close Google enough. it up. That'll get you and, there. And That'll get you there. It. I mean, they're so it's amazing. Like there's a YouTube video and it's like messing with a bird and the bird flies down. Why does the bird go in for the second shot though? I mean, it takes a bite and then it goes back in. I don't get it. <laughs> the bird is stupid. Yeah. It probably, I don't know. I mean, 
seconds and dinner. Man, it looks convincing. <laughs> I agree, Bird. I, Bird, I'm with you. I agree, but don't go back in. Yeah. It goes flying back in. Like, uh, I don't know if I can find that video. But anyway, um, it's definitely uh, a video worth checking out if you uh, if you hadn't had it. Don't know what we're talking about. But those guys, uh, they do a good job. There's like, what are they up to? Like eight now, maybe? Ten? I think they did nine through the golden mantella. Yeah. You would probably like this next one, Owen. It's like, mm. uh, like he was saying, it was uh, about lizards and stuff. I, I've had cool. up to my, I'm up to my neck in lizards. I've pretty much had it with lizards at this point. I want them out. Owen, you got it. Uh, Owen, I'm gone. telling you, you know, don't let Eric give you this half-assed pitch. It's great. You oh, know, yeah. listen to gone. it. Ignore Jim. Put the headphones on. Say, okay, I got this. I'm dialed in. I'm checking it out. You're gonna have to listen two or three times, and you'll yeah, be right. Yeah, it's definitely that that kind of listen, man. It's not a one-time listen for sure. Yeah, but. You know, it's a good, it's good. It's cool to see uh, some extra podcasts popping up. I, I, I always like that. I'm always a fan of that. I think it's, uh, I think it's cool. So, for a while there, we were like the good only one. ones. It was really getting annoying. So, well, well you, you know, you are the only one that's continuous for sure. No well, that's that. true. Yeah. What happens I mean, is everybody gets this. Uh, you know, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but so far everybody has this. Uh, they're going to make a podcast and then, you know, they realize that there's a whole bunch of work that's involved and they suck me in and then they quit. It drives well, me thank God you, crazy. Thank God you do all the work over here and I just have to show up. I mean, otherwise we would have failed a while ago. So. <laughs> nah, right. I mean, I said I could do better at episode zero and I had the plan and then I failed to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was like uh, I had this guy. So, I said, "I know what I know what works and what doesn't." And then my follow through went to episode zero. I'm joking, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, it sticks around because it's uh, it's pretty good. I like it. I enjoy it. It is um, good, man. Genuinely, it, it's a lot of fun. Although, as I say, it's Honestly, you're gonna to listen to it two or three times just because they're reading. It's like Justin's thing, expect, except expanded to an hour and a half or two hours. So that wow. you know they're hitting on three or four papers with a couple other mentions, all these things within a theme. It's really good, and they're Aussie guys, so that's always funny. Yeah, that is true. Yep. So, um, I don't know. What I mean, else I we think got? that's half the benefit of going to Australia, Eric. To be honest with you, listening yeah, to the, just hearing the Aussie guys say shit. <laughs> Get him to talk to me all day long. <laughs> oh, we talk to me, man. Oh, that's the thing is, I wonder if any of our Aussie friends are actually going to end up showing up at Tinley because we've actually had a few the past couple of years who do show up to Tinley. So hmm. I don't know. You know, I don't know, man. I know I got into it with Scott a little bit, and then we wound up saying, "Hey, actually, we're on the same page on the uh, little chat feature that you all got." Um, where we were talking, and he wound up saying. He dropped the gauntlet and said, hey, I'm going to go find some Glebo Palma, go find some Glebos. And I said, hey, man, at least show us what you got. You know, show us the scenery, if nothing else. Yeah, and right. He, uh, he dropped the ball. So, you know, I know uh, he's, Scott came hard. You know, he was like, hey, man, you said some dumb shit while you were on talking to Eric. So uh, we're going to go at it. <laughs> and then I said, hey, here's where I'm at. And then we wound up saying, hey, we're actually on the same page. And, 
you know, long story short, he said he was going to go find some Glebopoma, some Glebos, and I said, all right, well, at least show us what you're seeing, if not, you know, Glebos, because that's, that's strong, man. You know, I don't know. He, I just, know, he uh, just threw something up on the chat. So, um, oh, that, it's coming hard. Yeah. Okay, well, I sure as hell hope so maybe, because. Maybe. <laughs> Dude. Oh, Scott's sending a photo. Uh, wow, yeah. that's, that's not a Glebo. Well, How is that fair? What? That you go out to your coastal? backyard. And there's a coastal carpet with a stripe he on it. He lives in Australia. You know how well, that's not nothing. Better. I want to see the Glebos, Scott. Globos. Give me the Globos, you know? Scott, is, <laughs> Scott normally that's... listens. Scott, Scott doesn't listen live. He normally listens the day after because usually that's when he starts commenting on stuff. So he... All right. Well, we're, gonna, we're about to get hit up tomorrow then, man, because I'm telling you, he's talking about a white elephant relative to uh, the monitor world here, dwarf monitor world at least. And uh, he's saying, oh, I'm going to go out looking for these things. And I didn't see nothing. I had no hair. And he and I were, uh, you know, as I was texting Eric, you know, it's getting heated on it the chat, you know, but uh, we'll see. Oh, we just, if you'll notice, Eric and I just let you people go. If you want to start a fight on the chat, go ahead. You know, just well, we'll we clean up fighting. when it's over. We were just chatting through. You know, we were just chatting yeah. through. I said, Eric, man, next time you got Scott on, you got to, you know, I got to be on here too. We got to get into it a little bit. We got to talk through some stuff because he and I, were, we think the same, but we're coming at it from di- different angles. And, uh, you know, we just got to walk through it. And once we did, man, we were on the same page. And then he said, oh, I'm going to Gleb- find some Glebopalma, and I, I ain't got time to talk to you, buddy bear. So let's go do it. And I said, okay, yeah. well, at least show us what you're finding. And, uh, well, nothing yet. So, Scott, <laughs> Glebos, They might on. be difficult to find, so. Yeah, but. Oh, Scott, they're sure as hell Scott difficult to find. Stuff. I don't deny yeah. that. <laughs> so, we'll see. Nice. So, there's that. Okay. Uh, uh, Owen loves <laughs> his competition. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what a Globos is, man. I gotta be honest with you. I'm trying to Google right, it right so they're now. the black palmed. They're yeah. So they're the black palmed uh, varanids that are related to the Kimberleys. So they're uh-huh. basically Kim with a. Uh, so it's a different species, but related heavily related to the Kims, not related really to the other stuff. So we're talking long tail, short body, rock living, um, and. Uh, Definitely super cool. Not here in the U.S. Maybe they've come in onesie twosie, very rare, talking 20 less over the years. You know, really no numbers at all. But related to the Kims, different look. And, uh, you know, he he tossed it out there saying, hey, I'm going to the NT to look for this stuff. Maybe he's WA. I don't know. I don't know where he's trying to find that stuff. But, uh he said, I'm going to go find myself a white whale. And I said, all right, buddy bear. Well, at least show me where you're looking, you know. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a heck of a critter. I know there was talk that they were supposed to uh, come in with the Peter Krause stuff, you know, back. Man, time goes by. 25 years ago or stuff before, uh, before all that went to, uh, you know, USFWS. But, uh, right. Anyway, um, yeah, no, they're cool critters, long tails, short bodies, you know, in that uh, related to Kim stuff. Seems seems like closely related, at least to me. I know Scott's going to hammer me tomorrow on the uh, 
the chat, but um, certainly they're in that group, seem closely related, and uh, heck of a critter. And hmm. not here, you know, not here for sure. Um, okay. But if they were, they're definitely cool little animals, shy, but uh, short body, long tail, and uh, oh, man, that's a white whale oh. for sure. Very oh. cool. Well, hopefully he's going to find some. Never heard of it either. So He will. There you go. I like that. He's, uh, he'll be sending pictures pretty soon, but no doubt about it. I sure hope um, so, man. That's why I'm coming at him. Because I know he's gonna he's gonna say, "Oh, I gotta one up this one up this uh, yank up here." Okay. <laughs> um, ooh, a boreal Timor python. Uh, sorry, I'm just uh, flipping through. You're not even on the chat. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so oh, hold on, hold on, before. Yeah. Don't don't get all close out on me. I know I know this is your want, but with well, we're almost at two, so I know this is your want. But Owen, what are mm. you bringing to Tinley? What am I going to see when I'm standing behind your table saying free for anyone, along with the purchase of a T-shirt, which is purchase of me a drink? Okay. So what are you bringing? E.B. Morelia animals. <laughs> mm. See, that doesn't help because I've already got a chondro and some ball pythons. So that, that doesn't help. Don't say All right. that. All right. So we're bringing caramel jags, tigers, stripes, uh, red jags. I might be bringing some het granite. I might be bringing some jungles. I have to talk with Amanda, see what she's going to send with me. She might be sending me with gammas, albinos, uh, jungles. A bunch of other stuff, so we'll see how that goes. Um, and then I will be bringing, I did just get a box of uh, T-shirts and stickers. So Ooh, you, t-shirts. Like you can new have t-shirts? new T-shirts. They're dark gray with the flag on the front. Um, so, yeah. Um, Rob can have a sticker. Maybe. <laughs> Here, I was going to say, you could have a T-shirt that I had printed, but... I don't know, man. Oh, well, now here we go. Yeah, here we are now. Yeah. So that happened. Things so, have taken a dark oh. turn on this episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not, a, not a happy episode. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll, have, I'll have those. Not good. And, yeah. And then I got a new show bucket with wheels. So that'll be the highlight of Eric's deck. So yes, um, finally. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, that show bucket. I hated every minute of that I show <laughs> I swapped it out. Well, All right? see, you just need the desert snow. You see, you got a case of desert snow, and it'll go great. Yeah. I remember so. – uh, <laughs> I swear to God you bought that when you didn't even know that you were going to buy that so that it made my life hell. But that fucking thing is so hard to carry. You're just like ah, ha, 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 excellent. Well, that's because that's because in true. order to get it, in order to get it into, I've only ever, I only ever ever brought it to Hamburg, and to get it in places, uh, I just put it Hamburg on one of those special. furniture dollies and right. wheeled it in. So then we're right. at Tinley Park, and apparently you got to wheel it through half the parking lot. And oh my god, all dude! All that other crap. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I got one that comes with a handle and wheels on I'll it look. just for you. Oh, so, you're my end, dude. I know. Ooh. Where'd so you get that at? That. I went to Target. 
Oh, they had one there. Okay. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a big bin with wheels and stuff. So it was yeah. There, I just bought it. So then I got to figure out what's in it. I mean, you know, Balin and Howard had always downsized their bins, and so had Matt. So I, I probably keep way too much stuff in there anyway. So I just gotta go through, figure out what I need and what I don't need, and pack it up. So. I think so too. I often wonder, do I need half the ship? But you know what's going to happen, man. The day we the pull the you're going to be missing that one thing. Need it. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Well, yeah. The other thing is that I got a new phone, and the latest version of the iPhone, or not the latest, because they just announced the new ones. Um, it doesn't have the same headphone jack that every other phone in mm-hmm. existence has ever had. You plug mm-hmm. it into the power port. Problem is, is that my credit mm-hmm. card reader plugs into the headphone jack. Oh, so, son of a Lord. bitch! Yeah. So oh, now Lord. I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, they have this thing that can help, like, say you had headphones, you didn't want to swap them out, you can kind of get this little adapter thing, so I have to do it and then see if the credit card reads through with this adapter, and it's like, great, that's one more thing that I wasn't even thinking that I had to deal with, so... Oh, yeah. son well, of a bitch, I'm so glad you said making that. you pay an extra 30 bucks, it, it works. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Some of that. God oh, damn it. God. I'm glad you mentioned that, man, because I You're would welcome. not have have. Uh, <laughs> I do have the adapter, so you can probably test it and send a buck to yourself or something, right? Probably is what I was gonna probably do is just charge myself like three dollars and see what happens. So you know, uh, huh. but yeah, I'll probably end up doing that, you know, in a day or two, and just this way, then I know, and then I'll just put the adapter in the uh, lockbox and bring that with me, and it's. You know, then we're good. You got no problems. So see, see. Well, when I give you fifty cents for a sticker, it'll work. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> we'll see how. Um, yeah. Now, uh, when you pay me fifty bucks for a shirt, that'll be different. But you know, that's an Android, so it's okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see, because then now Rob gets two hundred dollars for a calendar. So you know. <laughs> Speaking of calendars. I was, was waiting for that. It was approved today, and they're off getting printed tomorrow. So Perfect. we will have them for Tinley Park. Nice. So, um, yeah. So, so you're going to have I'm multiple get... shirts, multiple NPR shirts or Rogue shirts available for purchase. It'll be great. Stickers, I don't have it. No E.B. Morelia shirts, for sure. Never E.B. Morelia merchandise. Yeah. I don't, I don't have that stuff. I'm not uh, – <laughs> I'm not as sophisticated. You're not high end like that. the guy who's not affiliated with the show. I understand. No, yeah, I am not. I, I am definitely low end when it comes to selling snakes. <laughs> buying snakes, we already established it's buying snakes. Yeah. You're good at. I'm more of the buyer. Than the, yeah. Uh, seller. Um, I'll leave that to Owen. See, we 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 balance each oh, other out. Special. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, so we've established that we're going to come home with a lot of liasis. Uh, we need an adapter for the uh, for the phone. Uh, <laughs> Eric wants ring pythons. Uh, Owen wants um, what did you want, Owen? I forget. Uh, Timors. Timors. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, if only we knew someone. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. And. Um, we're gonna have calendars for sale, so that should be uh, should be pretty sweet. I can't wait. And t-shirts you know, are free, at least as long as supplies last. As long as supplies. <laughs> These ones won't be free. Last batch was free because I wanted to get rid of them. 
These ones will not be free, oh, but they I'm will not be expensive. I'm talking about the other shirts, expensive. shirts Buddy Bear. Ah, no, the there other you go. T-shirts. So one last oh, question. Man. What happened with the Northwest Carpet Fest? I didn't hear anything. Did you? Neither did I. Nope. Mm. You've been happen? blackballed from the Carpet Fest. I, I think we have to reach out to certain people and ask uh, and see oh, what the hell does. is going on. Mm. So, I assume. Human child. Well, Nick, I don't think was able to attend because it was the same day as a reptile show that he was bending at. Ah. Oh my God! Commercial overeating a human child. I don't. Understand. So there's that. So uh, mm. I don't know what they did. I think we got to talk to Doug um, and see what oh. happened. Huh? Yeah, I don't even see any pictures or nothing. What the heck? This is not mm-hmm. good. See, you need to run. If you're not in charge, it just falls apart. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I can't the be in charge of any, any more carp. I can't be in yeah, charge one, of any more One carpet, carpet fest is enough. Yeah. <laughs> one, us in charge of one is enough. Even that yeah. is a miracle. It gets off the rails. So, you yeah, know. I, I can't make it work, man. I can't do it. I don't have the time or the energy. I tried to derail it from inside, and I couldn't do it. it you just <laughs> Yo, have to no, that, that up. That, that, labor. Well, yeah, I mean, the problem is you're trying to deal with a carpet fest that's been running for, like, what, how many years now? And, uh, yeah, six years, and it was running at Eric's house. If you tried to derail it at my house, you'd probably have a better shot. So mm-hmm. Sounds right. Yeah. But maybe we'd have, have to a... paint some walls, you know? It'd work out. Well, I have you a... have to paint some walls. So I have a secret plan. She's called a wife. Nah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise... <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise, I would be derailed as well. <laughs> yeah. It would be true Well, story. I mean, Owen is a newly proven breeder. You not know, quite yet. Let's yeah. not go too far. So. Uh, well, at least as far as we know, you know, that's that's the operative word. Yes. As far as we know, and the way we're going to keep it that way. <laughs> I'm a retired oh, breeder. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm retired. <laughs> All right. Uh let's uh let's wrap it up I guess and uh Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Um <laughs> Oh my sorry. god. Finish it. <laughs> Just, Kill it. Kill it. Kill, Kill it. it. Kill it. Stop oh, pausing. Just going. Go. I said let it run. Let it run, man. Let it run. <laughs> um Let's see. I forget. Let's see who we have next week. Uh, we got some cool shows coming up for sure. Um, we got the. I have the well, six right. year You're anniversary to show. Out how far you have the anniversary? I have it listed for October third. October third. So. Okay, I'll get my ass in gear. Okay. Yeah. Choppity chop. Uh, October tenth is the post Tinley show. Um, October twenty fourth, we're having Colin from Bruce City Reptiles come on. October 31st, we got Justin Julander coming on to talk about the Green Tree Python book. Uh, After and, the Keeper. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that was about. Casper. <laughs> Casper. Casper is making an appearance on November 7th. Um, <laughs> That'll be great. Telling us about Apodora. That'll be yeah, awesome. He's gonna, I yeah, want to talk about his uh, beaded lizards. 
Oh, the Alvarez. Oh, I, I, yeah. Tell me about Charles Bogardi, or I don't care. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know. No, so that's so that's another beaded lizard subspecies. I'm just giving some uh, giving some shade to Casper over there. Don't don't worry about it. You know, uh, I'm just okay. tossing some shade on Alvarez. I saying Charles Bogardi or eh, you know whatever. That's just special shade between me and Casper. Don't worry about it. Gotcha. <laughs> All righty. It's uh, it's an inside joke between the Viking and the Hobbit number two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hobbit, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, we're pretty much booked. Uh, just a couple weeks in and out, but pretty much to December nineteenth, which will be here before we know it. We'll be. Uh, uh, knee deep in breeding season, and that will be the last show of the year. Um, That's a holiday break, yeah. The holiday show, so. Oh, sweet God, we're almost done. <laughs> almost done. Yes. Oh, and there's light at the end of the there's tunnel. Light Don't at worry. the end of the tunnel. It's so there. close. Yeah, you bastards. So. Uh, um, all right. So okay, MoreliPythonRadio.com. Uh, you can uh, send us emails at info at moreypythonradio.com. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or guests, you can listen to the uh, show. Uh, you can download it on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you use. Um, you can also go over and check it out on the Blog Talk page, which is blogtalkradio slash moreypythonradio.com. Uh, as far as, uh, let's see. Oh, um, Reptilinks is coming up with the new website, so be looking for that. Um, I think they're trying to uh, do, uh, like, they're going to try to add some orders in and stuff. So right now they basically do once a month, but I think they're going to try to do more often than that. So uh, reptilinks.com. Um, and it has some kind of chat now where you can go and talk to those guys uh, if you have questions or or. Uh, or anything like that, but, um, you know, check it out. Um, and you can listen back to that episode. If you're curious about what rep the links is, Nick came on and talked all about it and they got the sense now, which is cool. So I'm going to definitely try that out when I get that water Python and those, uh, Mac lots, see if, uh, if I have some luck with that. Um, did you have any luck with those little ones, Owen? Uh, yeah, with the one little guy that was kind of giving me some trouble, it was eating those sausages. Um, but he only, he took two sausages and then he, uh, took a hopper. So we're on oh. hoppers now, so we're doing okay. So it um, worked. Yeah, it did what he did well. He didn't have any problems. I just thawed him out in the same cup with, uh, uh, the chicks that I thaw out for the colubrids. So it kind of uh-huh. had like this fake bird kind of scent to it, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, okay. you took them, no problem. So cool. Well, there yeah. you go. Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, as far as myself, ebmorelia.com. I got some stuff up for sale on my website. Finally, a lot of stuff that um, I will be uh, uh, taking out to Tinley Park. Most of the stuff, uh, actually, pretty much everything I'm going to have is head albino, whether it's tigers or jags or ocelot type stuff or uh, normals, etc. Uh, so if you're interested in any of that, check it out. Um, I will be bringing some adults with me. Uh, so that should be interesting. Um, 
I'm not quite sure. Oh, and I was thinking diamonds, brettles, and then the citrus tiger female, and then the male albino. What do you think? Sounds like a good mix. Sounds like a great mix. Um, I'll, yeah. I'm probably going to be bringing a diamond to sell, too. So if you want to skip mm. the diamond, you know, don't have to do that too much. So. Oh, okay. A pure diamond to sell? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Oh. We'll have to mm. check out that rosette count, huh, Eric? Oh, yeah. What is this one of a Ama- Yeah, right? <laughs> is this one of Amanda's uh, animals? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a oh, Gary okay. Shivino. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, is it an adult? No, it's a baby boy or it's a oh, yearling. It's a oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. young one. All you right. can bring the adults if you want. I'm just saying, if you want to have representation, if you're only bringing them to show off, you might. And you had to skip one. You can skip the diamond. I'm bringing one. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I'll think about that. I don't know. Either one. But. But anyway, uh, yeah, we'll be out there at Tinley Park, and what is it? Uh, November, October, October seventh. Uh, that weekend of October seventh and eighth. Yep. Sixth and seventh. Seventh yep. and eighth. Seventh like and eighth. Seventh and eighth. Yeah. So uh, yeah, come check us out there. Uh, that's all I got. You guys can uh, go ahead, Rob. You can throw out your stuff, and then we have to have Owen close it. You gotta have the OMAC closer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's the closer. So I'll be at uh, Timley with these guys. It'll be a lot of fun. You know, buy me a drink, get a T-shirt, NPR unofficial licensed T-shirt. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. I know OMAC will be the first su- subscriber after uh, Eric shows him before they head off on the journey. It'll be a lot of good. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, check out rhinorats.com. Eventually, I'll eventually update it to represent, you know, all the info that I know on rhino rats. I know I've already given out a lot of stuff, and people are doing well with them, man. I see a lot of them. Uh, I see a lot of them this year, and I know a lot of them are in the pipeline for next year. So that'll be really great. I, I like that people are getting into them, and they'll be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, other than that, happy to talk critters with anyone. Just shoot me an email either on Facebook, Rob Stone, or uh, the High Plains Herp page, although the business page thing's kind of a mess. Um, see us at Timley. That'll be a lot of fun. Out. Cool. Cool. So for me, you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. Check out all the animals we have for sale up there. You can also go to rogue reptiles at facebook.com. Like these guys mentioned, I will be at Timley Park. I'll have the caramels, caramel jags, and any other animals that are listed for sale on the site uh, there, as well as a bunch of animals that may not be listed. So you really just got to come to Tinley and check it out. We'll also have rogue t-shirts and stuff like that too. Uh, So what we will say is thank you everybody for coming on and listening. And we're going to catch everybody back here for some more Morelia Python radio. Good night.